Guys, we just want to, before we start today's show, wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This is our last show, actually, of 2019. We will be back on December, oh, sorry, January 10th. We'll be back on January 10th. will be our next episode. Uh, so Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. Enjoy this, the last episode of 2019. And thank you very much, everybody, for uh, listening, for being big supporters. We appreciate it. We love you guys. We love doing this. And here's to, here's to another year. Nice. Way better than all the other ones that just did. goodness everybody that's right this is the last podcast of 2019 can you believe it 2019 has come it has gone merry christmas everybody merry freaking christmas this is podcast number 292 as always i am joined by your bros the x1 bros first it's mr mcspicy Howdy. Second is Jordan the Man. Hello. And last but not least i am x1 we are the x1 bros if you've never joined our pre-show, make it a new, your New Year's resolution. Come join the pre-show, the post-show. Come join us live every Friday over on Mixer, mixer.com forward slash X1 Bros. It's a great time. It's a grand time. We're laughing. We're because, having fun. We're yeah. opening gifts. We're we're taking off our shirts. Who knows? It gets wild. We had some eggnog today. We had some eggnog. There's eggnog. Actually, for those watching live, you can see all our eggnog. There literally is eggnog right in front everywhere. of me right now. I need to take a sip, actually, of that. I love eggnog crack, so much. Crack it open. <laughs> I'll crack it open. Uh, I will, I love it. Oh, should I? Sh- I'm going to talk. Yeah, chat wants me to wear that helmet. Oh yeah, I just, it it's is, my birthday. It is Spicy's birthday, and he got a Star Wars helmet. Check this out, and it is pretty cool. Full size stormtrooper helmet. It fits his head. It's, I can put it on. It fits an adult head. There it is. There he is. He's like a good. Uh, it's it's very intimidating. Very I'm intimidating. Answer the door in this. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to answer the door in this. <laughs> it's very intimidating. Uh with, Guys, with no shirt on. Guess what? It's that time of year. This is our last podcast, uh, and it's time for the Humbly Awesome Game Awards. Uh, these are Game Awards. This is the first annual Humbly Awesome Game Awards. We've got the uh, the actual Game Awards. Is it Humble or Humbly? Because the title of the show is Humble. It's the Humble Awesome. It's actually Humbly. Sorry. Sorry. So, yeah, so our first episode, we already screwed up with the typo. Yeah, uh, well, yes. Okay, that's good. That's actually quite The fitting. first annual Humbly Awesome Game Awards... Order pizza and where the hell is that? Welcome, uh, everybody. Uh, the, we'll be going over these. There's three categories. There's game of the year. There's best multiplayer of the year. There's best single player of the year. We will go over those later. First, we're going to go over and review our top games of the year for you guys. Discuss them a little bit. Review them. Talk about them. I'd like to start down at the end with the birthday boy himself. It's Mr. McSpicy. Mr. McSpicy. My list is so hard. Your list. Let's review all the things that you have down and then give us like your overall number one for yourself personal. 
personally. Okay, so you want me to tell you everything that's on my list? Everything that's I have on your nine list, yeah. games that I was that you're uh, struggling with. Struggling, literally, yeah, very struggling to to do this. So I'll just start in no particular order. Apex came out this year. Yes, it did. February. Out of nowhere. Remember how they released that game? And they were just like, <clears throat> eh, flip the switch. Let's just let people have it now. We didn't even know anything about it. It comes no, out of nowhere. No discussion. No talk. Yeah. Uh, one of, that was Definitely biggest surprise of the year, possibly. And the game is so good. It so is. good. It and it's it just continued to improve. so good. It's just continued to improve. So Apex was February. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put this on the list, even though apparently it wasn't on the regular list, okay. Star Wars Fallen Order. I think oh, that should yeah. be on the yes, list. Yes, absolutely. Even though it was past November 20th or whatever. No, this it is. is the Humbly Awesome Game Awards. All games are there, baby. I mean, it was November. Yes. I, I figure it was still 2019. I'm going to put it on my dang list. Yep. You know? Yes, absolutely. I love that game. Um, the Outer Worlds hit this list. Oh, yes, I absolutely. really like The Outer Worlds. I mean, that was uh, there was a game that dropped uh, from a new purchase of Microsoft, a new Obsidian. studio, yeah. Obsidian, yeah. and just crushed it. Yeah, and uh, they did an excellent job in that game. The game is, after playing, uh, you know, the other titles similar to that, like Fallout, et cetera, it's a sci-fi version of that, and it was, they did such a good job. Yeah, they really did. a really fun game. Borderlands 3. I oh, really enjoyed. Solid, it. very solid. I think I best Borderlands to date. Yes, for Jordan. Yes, spicy. I think so. Yeah, I think so as well. Wow, wow. I think there you so go. as well. Well, because they have, they've actually in the games that we previously played, they're putting nods and things mm -hmm. like Handsome Jack and stuff like that, and, and Moxie. Rarer day. Yeah. Rarer. Uh, but they, they're actually, there's a lot of things that they know that their fans like that they keep and they're putting into their games. And it's just really good. They, they did an excellent job in Borderlands 3. And the weapons are just fantastic in that. Yeah, amen. There are a few games that can compete with how awesome those weapons are. Um, Sekiro. Excellent game. Sekiro is on my list for yeah, sure. It's fantastic. Uh, Dark Souls best game uh, from the Dark Souls series? Yes. Sekiro? Sorry, I just keep wow, answering. Wow, Jordan just said, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to what a force. Good, think about this. What a, look at this. What a good year. Oh, I know. The games this year ooh, were ooh. so good. I'm trying to force my brain to remove all the nostalgia from the other games. And, I mean, you add, like, Samurai. I mean, it's the Samurai Dark Souls. With, yeah. With better. Don't you feel with, like they did with, movement with better? Storytelling. Story yeah. Sneaking. Pairing. I would, I would say yes. I think so. I think so. Although I did, I mean, Difficulty. there wasn't really. They, they did parrying as a big part of the mechanics. I mean, parrying was in no the others. Shields, yeah. yeah, parrying was in the other ones, of course. But it was, it was a technical aspect of the game that you really didn't need to master in order to do well. You, uh, you know, this you had to master parrying to proceed. Yeah, and they had several skill checks throughout the game, and like hard skill checks. Like every single boss you encountered was a skill check and you had to practice, figure out practice. And then the when you beat that person, you uh, you felt spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the boss on the roof, the anime boss, I'll call him the anime boss, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 That took me three days to master. Took me a couple a week. Yeah. And I, I actually true story. I went over to Jordan when he was struggling Went over to his house, sat him down, and say, okay, try this, 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 and this. And I was coaching him through the fights. Yep. What a cool game to bring people yeah, together. I mean, it really yeah. is, right? It really is. I beat it. 
Oh, um, I have not played this game, but I have seen gameplay and I like the original and I like what they did with it. I'm going to put Resident Evil 2 on my list. This is the general list, right? So um, Resident Evil 2 is on there. I think that just by, I mean, I watch a lot of streamers, watch YouTube videos, watch Let's Plays. I, pl- I watch that game for hours and it is an excellent game. So yeah. I put that on my list too. It's okay. on my to-do list okay. right now. So that's Resident Evil 2. Wargroove. Whoa. Is, uh, Wargroove, Wargroove was this year that February. it dropped? Ooh, Wargroove. Wargroove I'm is still playing this. that game to this day. Yeah. Uh, one of the coolest features of Wargroove, by the way, is that you, very few games do this, and all of them need to do it, especially turn-based games. I'm looking at you, Civilization, although I think in the new one you can do it for me in app with the expansion only. But I can play my turn, turn off the game, walk away, come back, and play it, play, resume it when the other person's turn is done. Fantastic feature to add, particularly in turn-based strategy games, because that's just, that needs to happen. It needs to happen in all turn-based games. Yeah. Um, okay, my next game may be controversial. I don't know. Ooh, controversial. But I'm going to put Tetris 99 on that list. Okay, well, that does uh, I mean it's a uh, Nintendo game. It's a Nintendo. Oh, are we doing only Xbox? Well, we are an Xbox podcast, but I think it's an honorable mention. You can have another console no, honorable it, mention. It didn't hit my top three or top five <laughs> or whatever. But it's there. But, but it is there. Okay. But and I got to tell you mm. something about that game. Yeah. I mean, there are Tetris games on the Xbox. So. I, I am so proud of my wife. I got to oh, tell yeah, you a story. Yeah. She loves Tetris. Oh, yeah. And she's played, I mean, I have this game on my Switch for my wife to play. Basically. Oh, yeah. I enjoy it's it, true. too. But she is so good at Tetris. There was a Nintendo tournament over the last couple of weeks, mm. and you got, like, coins for winning and coming in the top whatever. I think it's top 1,000 in the world. Yeah. Did That's she get some? That's what my wife she did. She won, the, she won the top 1,000. And nice. I was that so proud cool. of her. Wow. That's good. That is cool. So for she Tetris, got, she, do you know how many people that probably yeah. involves? She won. Do you know how many the Japanese people that probably in the world? You oh have no idea how good gosh. she is. You and should watch her play. I'm okay, I got to tell you a story. That. You want to know how she's so good? She plays that game. So uh, back in the day when we were first married, she would played. I mean, she loves Tetris. She's ever she loves Tetris ever since she was a kid. But she she played it on Facebook. Actually, had an actual Tetris version on Facebook that you play with your keyboard and stuff. She got max level, which is she. So she's like the top rank of the top rank of the top rank of the world. And every person she played was Asian and Chinese and Korean and everything. No English names. And they are so good in those countries. Right. So I was like, when I, I'm like, honey, you you are so good. Amazing. Yeah. You should see her play. So she won. I'm so proud of her. That is amazing. Speaking of Tetris 99. Her. Like, yeah, yeah. I found that out. She got the email this week that said, you are a winner. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really proud of herself. If she's listening, I think she is in the other room, but I'm proud of her. So she Tetris so 99 cool. should be on that list. Oh I like gosh. that. Okay. I like that. And I put Gears 5 on this as oh, well. Gears, dude, Gears 5 story. Really good, yeah, yeah, really good, really. So that's my that's my overall list. Your overall list. Um, um, wait, 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 we'll come back to you to ask you for like the number one. How about that? Let's okay. go over Jordan's list. I sh- okay, if it's only Xbox, I was gonna consider Smash, but I have not played Smash yet. Oh, okay. since it's yeah. since it's, I guess it's since just, you it's reprimanded podcast. me for yeah. bringing up Tetris, then I, I will not bring it. I mean, Tetris makes sense. Your wife was played it; that makes her hotter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah. I when I when she and she even showed me the email. She's like, yeah, you're a winner. And I was you were like, oh, like, my God. Kiss me. Kiss me right now. I know. We were next to the fireplace. <laughs> it was hot. Uh, Jordan, let's review your list before we go over the top. Okay. So, 
my list mm-hmm. is it's actually pretty similar to Mark's and probably similar to David's, mm-hmm. but Apex is on there. Of course, of because course that is. game's really good. Just we've solid. Played, we've Just played solid. it a lot lately. Yes. It's one of the best battle royales, I think. The best. There, definitely. Uh, was it last week that we last Saturday I believe, we where we got a, a win match? Yeah, we got a rank. We got a ranked match, baby. Spies, remember that that ranked match win? Oh yeah. Oh, and it was so good. It was a good we time. played that so well. It was a good time, and we all got some good, decent damage, good, decent kills. It was, uh, it was awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, it oh was yeah. awesome. Outer Worlds, that game, because it's just it's space Fallout New Vegas, space Fallout. It's really How good. Can you go wrong. The story is really good. The f- it's fun. It's fun. It's really good. You've got one on your list. The quest doesn't here. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three that came out yeah, in January, yes. right good. at the beginning of the year. Um, this one's more for. I don't think it's the best Kingdom Hearts in the game or in the series. But the fact that we finally got to finish the story, we got to see it, you know. At the in, time in, it released, it was the best Kingdom Hearts on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got to finish the story. It looked The game looked good. It was still a lot of fun. Um, I think it deserves a mention. It's, it's, it's a really good game, especially if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan. So it's finally good to have a conclusion to that specific story. And then also, you know, a bunch more questions to be asked as well. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Of course. Just because that's very Sekiro, Dark Souls, Star Wars. It's fun. I liked it. I thought it had an interesting story. Gameplay was good. I uh, kept the difficulty high. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's that Sekiro training. Uh, Borderlands 3, because it's just more Borderlands. And there's nothing wrong with Who that. Who wants uh, best, best Borderlands in the series for you? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because it's more Borderlands, and it's the best of the borderlands <laughs> so no it's really good the graphics cool. are good which by the way you wouldn't think stylized art styles would look good but they really do borderlands you wouldn't art think style. stylized art styles <laughs> yeah stylized styled, art styles but they're styled <laughs> yeah no <laughs> no like it's stylized art oh, style yeah, yeah. Right like now. cell shading yeah, and all yeah. That stuff yeah which actually looks really good on the console Oh, it looks that game looked gorgeous. And it's smooth. I think I probably think what sets Borderlands three apart from the rest is the side quests are just as interesting as the uh, main story, which is also interesting. And the bosses in Borderlands three, I think, are the best in the series. Yeah. So, uh, I put Shadowkeep in there because it did to me what I needed at the time that I needed it. That's what she said. Yeah. Destiny 2, that's solid. I, I just have been jumping into Shadowkeep, and can I say, uh, Spicy, <laughs> jump back into it. Yeah. The storyline, the best story so far of any of the Destiny series. You like think Shadowkeep? The cutscenes? Cut that oh, was yeah, Forsaken. Dude. No, that I'm in Shadowkeep. Oh, no, no. What I'm cuts, in Forsaken. Yeah, you're in Forsaken. My bad. <laughs> well, you've not played Forsaken, have you? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, you No, haven't. no, you haven't. I haven't? No. It's the new, new. it's the first DLC. This is the Jordan's second DLC. Jordan's keeping you guys on. Sorry, sorry. No, Jordan's right. Jordan knows. <laughs> Jordan and I. I don't know. I play games. <laughs> no, you played Curse of Osiris and Warmind. Forsaken yes. is the big one that came out. Dude. And then after that, Shadow Forsaken. What was the What was the raid in is, Forsaken? Forsaken uh, is the story of... No. Of Cade. There's a lot. It's the and story it's of like Cade. the backstory yeah. of it. And oh, old, oh yeah, Soft. I got you. I got you. Yeah, and and those yeah. cutscenes yeah, just. No, Shadowkeep, to be honest with you, I don't think Shadowkeep's story is as strong as Forsaken's story. I think Shadowkeep is there to let us know what's coming next because it kind of sets you up. But the gameplay mechanics that they added, the new light system that they brought in, uh, the season pass that they brought in this year, all those gameplay elements, I think, make Destiny what it is. What it should have been, right? I mean, what oh, it is yeah, today. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's really really fun. So, and then I got uh, Sekiro. 
That's a solid one. Saddles, Saddles the, Twice. And you do think it's the best Dark Souls as well. I, I do. I think it's the best one from them, including Bloodborne and all those, if you Very want nice. to count those. Um, I also put in, just because, again, it kind of did to me what I wanted it to do to me at the time that it did. Oh. And that would be Modern Warfare. It was really refreshing to come back into a Call of Duty with kind of a, a how would you say, reset, I don't know, fresh look, I guess. Back I to am. modern combat. Uh, back to, I mean, you know, basically... Modern Warfare 1, right? Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, right? Um, the only complaints I have about Modern Warfare is the launch maps aren't very good. There's maybe like one or two that I like. Yep. But what sets Modern Warfare apart for me uh, and puts it on my list, I don't know if it'll win, but uh, the campaign was fantastic. Campaign, was the storytelling, the way they have you do stuff in that campaign, next and level. If you, fantastic. If you played the original Call of Duty or Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4, Call of Duty, and then Call yeah. of Modern Warfare, if you played the original Modern Warfares, the ending to the Modern Warfare campaign is really cool because it kind of talks about some stuff. And yeah. yeah they, they mess with your mind. And then, of course, Gears 5 because... Again, another really good a story. A solid game. Oh, just a good story. That's next, next level storytelling again. Microsoft really nailed it. Graphics insane. Like, good job on that. Uh, my list... Call of Duty Modern Warfare, if that single player kept in the decision, like, you're like, one part where you're, you're like, like stressed out playing that game and they convey chaos you clench up. and stress. Uh, oh, oh. You remember that one part where you had to make a decision? Oh, and you're oh, like, I <laughs> oh, I remember. I don't know what to do. Oh, I remember. What do I do? Do I do this? Do I do this? Oh my goodness. Uh, I can't believe they're making me make this decision. I mean, I, mean, I, I get it, but are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a death. It's insane. Uh, yeah. A surprise for me this year that's that's not on my list uh, necessarily for game of the year. Maybe maybe this this probably goes in the multiplayer ca- category actually. Battlefield 5 Pacific. They do it the best. Yeah, they do. They do that the they best. Do. And they do. Uh, it is they do. intense. It is insane. Jordan the Man and I had a chance to do Breakthrough mm-hmm. the other day and it was close. It was down to the wire and when you're getting when you're in those good matches it there's no other game that does that that way, and it's almost an it's like forty minute match that we were in, but you don't even realize it's yeah, forty it was minutes. Really good. That you're was that like, was a really good match. Though, yeah, you're not we like in. looking at your you're not looking at your timer or anything like that. So Battlefield Five, I I think especially the Pacific Theater stuff, they really really nailed. Nope, that's a good choice. Battlefield is very mixed for me. Yeah, they do stuff so. that you like, stuff that you don't like. One that was a surprise for me, and this was a game that I despised. Oh yeah, Fortnite Chapter Three. Chapter I, 2? Or chapter 2, sorry. Fortnite Chapter 2. Chapter 3, I don't know why I'm not yeah, maybe, maybe that was going to be good. This is the yeah. one where they made the game disappear for the weekend? Yeah, yeah, that was like the... And it was all like on the news. There's kids outside. There's kids outside today. <laughs> it's very unusual. <laughs> no, Fortnite Chapter 2, the reboot basically of it. They made Fortnite fun again. And then, have you guys seen... And they're just the best at doing it. The Star Wars. Yeah, their Star Wars skins oh, are cool. Have you seen it, Spicy? Uh-uh. You can wear that helmet in game it's if you want. It's lightsabers. <laughs> they brought in lightsabers and and a normal a normal multiplayer nod to lightsabers would just be like, no, your characters have night lightsabers. They don't do anything. No, 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 no. It's Star Wars animations. Like when you're fighting, it's like you're fighting in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Like you're rolling over people's backs. Fighting, you can break down all the buildings with it. You can wait for it if I'm shooting you with a gun. Beep, 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 block it and block it, sh- it ricochets back to the player. <laughs> That's pretty cool. They they just do it better than anybody else as far they as do. like these themed events and stuff. They just crush it. And I remember that Borderlands three this year. Yeah, that as was well, fun. which was fun. Fortnite was this surprise Batman that too. I Batman Fortnite was this surprise that I didn't think. 
when it was so I would cool. ever really like and it it's it was so cool how they, they did, did it job. the black hole and the game actually going down like oh yeah it was it was, it was cool yeah yeah um and then uh, this one's kind of cheating but red dead red dead online dropped this this year and i think they did well, a really good so job well so we can tech i think that's okay cuz red dead online has nothing to do really with the single player game it is its own game yeah in its own world. Well, I mean, it's the same world, but it's like its own section and own economy, activities, all that stuff. So I think that's okay to put that. Yeah, and I just think I think anything you do to keep me in that world more, and it, when, it, when it first dropped, super fun, but not a whole lot to do. The continuous support, bringing in the roles, did a lot there. The battle pass, uh, the outlaw pass is what they call it, which just dropped a new one, uh, as well as excuse me, a new mode, the Moonshiners, which had a chance to jump in Dirty. to this morning. My only complaint is that I feel like I'm being fleeced there, but I'll, t- I'll tell you that story a little bit later. Okay, okay. But fair, ready fair for enough. this? You want to know what's coming in Red Dead Online? So what was just added with this Moonshiners now yeah. is it says camps. Like you go, you know, like you can set your camps. Camps and properties. Oh. Very cool. Properties. Woo. Very cool. And moonsh- when you're doing with the moonshine stuff, you get... You probably got to buy a little moonshine shack. You get a bar. And ah. it is awesome. Do you uh, upgrade from like... I streamed it this morning. During the stream, someone, some rando from, from chat uh, jumped in. And I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to get stream sniped because I forgot to go offline. No. He, he invited me to his moonshine bar. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and you accepted. I accepted. Some it was, rando from was, the internet. There was usually this shack. you don't say yes to anything. Especially when alcohol is involved. <laughs> no, there was this shack, and so upstairs was like your shit, your business. But then downstairs, through some secret doors, it was amazing. There was a Christmas tree in the corner. There was <laughs> there was people playing on the the piano, and you could go over there and you could you could dance with other people doing that. And then you can go up to the bar. He served. He went behind the counter, served me a drink. He did. The player handed it to me. That's cool. That cool. He held up his glass. I held up my glass. We cheered, <laughs> and I drank it. Dude, uh, so cool. That's the kind of stuff. I'm I mean, just glad that you didn't get taken uh, taken advantage. Well, I think of. he was trying to. I I left. I only had one drink and left. Well, okay. And didn't he slip me. anything in. They did follow me. So. I was, you know, they also added Christmas, and so it's snowing everywhere in Red Dead right oh, now. Oh, that's cool, actually. Very cool, yeah. yeah everywhere, but, even in... Everywhere. Even Sandini, in the swamp? Even in Sandini. Sandini is filled with Christmas lights. And, uh, oh. Probably looks nice snowing. with all the white snow covering snowing. it. It's cool. They How do the re- crocodiles handle it? I did not go. I tend to stay away from the crocs. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, I just think Red Dead Online, I, I think, I, I, I like them. That was That was a nice surprise this year. And another one that was a nice surprise for me. Sorry, I know I, I keep going, but no, no, it's Forza fine. Four. I initially really did not like yeah. at all. I think they made a lot of wrong decisions. No, oh, yeah. But since then, I mean, we got the Lego expansion, which was good. We got the uh, Island expansion, which was very good, and we got brand new the Eliminator series, which is very, very good. And that Eliminator series is super. We should fun. play tonight. We should play tonight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know plan. if we can jump into the same match. Actually, well, we'll figure it out. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. I don't know. Okay, Mick Spicy, your entire list. Before we get to the the Humble Awesome Game Awards, the official Humble Awesome Game Awards, where you guys, the X1 Bros audience, we got a lot of votes, guys. Uh, way more than I thought that we would get, actually. Uh, so these these awards are legit. Uh, before we get to the official awards, though, I want to know Spicy's personal game of the year. Okay. So mine's weird. 
Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. My, oh, no. my list is weird. Do you need to do it in like a top three? Does that make it I, easier? I'm doing it a top three. Okay, okay. okay. And there's four in the top three. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, mine's a weird one. Uh, uh, the games are so good this year. Uh, they, I could not figure out how to do this. But I mean, what a great year. What a great year. I'm going to put the two third place, you know, titles here. Okay. They're, both, they're both third place. Okay. I don't, I don't you care. You couldn't decide. I'm going to put Sekiro. Ooh. Oh, Sekiro. And Star Wars. Oh, Ooh, you got Star Wars. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. That's like weird because I didn't realize that this was my favorite game. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Uh, okay. And then I'm probably going to get some heat for it, but this is my opinion. Can I guess your favorite game? <laughs> and once you give me number two, I think I know your favorite game. I think I know it right now, actually. I'm pretty sure you do. Uh, and I don't, I, I can't, I, it's just, the games are so good, this was really hard. So number two. Okay. You can see if you can guess my number two. Wargroove. No, it's not going to be Wargroove. It's going to be Wargroove. No, no, no. Wait, what other games did he have there? <laughs> I had a list of nine, so good nine, luck. Yeah. And it's not Tetris. Because okay, you, you be vetoed Tetris. that I from did before. Veto. I vetoed that hard. Now, I want to say, while he's just wasting our airtime thinking. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to say that this list is very difficult. I yeah. mean, look at the games that we had this year. And I enjoyed every one on this, every game on, that I'm thinking about on this list is so good. They all could be number one. So number two. Don't get mad at I'm me for my I'm going to say list. number two is Borderlands 3. That's, okay. This was my guess. That is incorrect. Oh, dang. Okay. But that is a really good game. That should be number two. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> my number two game is Apex. Oh, okay. I didn't know your number one then. Whoa. Apex was so Whoa. good. Did you think it was going to be number one? I thought Apex was going to be number one. So when I My was mind has just been blown. When I was going through this list, Apex hit the number one several times. Oh, yeah. And then I took it off and then put it back on and then took it off. And actually, Star Wars Fallen Order was number one. And then I took it off and moved another slot in front. You know? Yeah. That's just how this list is. So. It's hard. So my number two game was Apex. My number one can game. Can I guess? Yeah, you could guess. Outer Worlds. That is such a good game. Yeah. That's that not is, your number one? That is oh, not my man, number one. I don't know. I don't know where this man the is going. Reason I, Wargroove. The reason I chose this oh, game yeah. was because of how much time mm. and joy and just thrill and, and, and workouts. And it's Wargroove. Workouts. It's Wargroove. Uh, this it's game I played. Wor yeah, workouts. Like, workouts, yeah. This Wargroove. game I had on my Switch. Mm -hmm. I had it on everything. I, put, I, I bought it on my Switch as well. He I gifted would, it to me. I gifted it to James. Yeah, my brother. Mm -hmm. uh, He's awesome. I I climbed the Tower of Dubai several times in one sitting <laughs> playing this game. There it. was a time when I went like 90 minutes on a Stairmaster. And one time I was at the gym and I'd come over. I'm like, Mark, it's time to go. And you, huh? No, yeah. I'm like, I got to finish this level. <laughs> I cannot believe that this game is number one on my list, but it has to be yeah. just because of how good Chucklefish did on this game. What a Chucklefish. It is so good. That's a, that's good, man. I cannot you go. Spicy's tell you personal how much game of the I year love that game, Wargroove. Wargroove. I, 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 the 90 minute time, or it was like 83 minutes on a Stairmaster at the gym, my body just like gave out and mm. it's like, you got to stop, man. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> just because uh, I just, I love that game. I can't believe that hit number one, but it did. It beat those others. Strange, but I love that game. And I love all one. these other games on the list. So my number one game of the year was Wargroove. Oh, there Very we nice. go. There it is. Jordan, 
Good luck, man. Jordan. Yeah. Jordan, now I'm curious. Uh, well, mine, my number two intertwined a lot. So, okay, so number three. Okay. My, my number three game of the year is uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So good. Oh, that is... Yeah. That is that that's so number good. three for you as yeah, well? Yeah, number three that for me. That surprises me too. So, I thought you would have had that higher. Yeah, I know, on my list, it was. <laughs> it's uh, content. It just shows how good uh, of a year it's No, been. it really is. But I think I know Jordan's number one. But go the, ahead, give me your number two. The uh, number two is Sekiro. Oh, that's and, so good. Okay, okay. And it was actually between Sekiro and Borderlands 3. It was actually between all three of those games. The reason Sekiro won is because they had the best and most definitely the most creative boss fights. Because oh. <laughs> oh. of the... Yeah. Yeah. He's talking about one specific boss fight. Yeah, no, they, the monkey. They, and the way they tell their story is fascinating. So, I mean, if you've played this game, you know this part. But do you remember... I know Mark does. David, I don't know if you got to this part, but when you're just walking through the snake's house... Oh, my gosh. Like, the way, they, the way they tell a story about a snake, you're like, holy cow, right? Like, yeah. it, it's just the way they present their game is fantastic, right? Your number one for the year. Number I'm, one for I'm the gonna year. I'm going to guess it's Borderlands. I'm going to guess it's Call of Duty. No. No. Okay. No. It's, it is Borderlands? It's Outer Worlds. It's Outer, Outer Worlds. Worlds. Outer Worlds. Solid. That's solid. So, Outer Worlds. Jordan likes making it, awkward decisions. Yeah. It. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you can make an awkward decision or you can just shoot everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. I'd and, see, every time I would sign off on that game, I'd save it and then kill everyone in the whole town. Yeah. No, that game, the way you make your decisions, what you can do, the one thing I love about that game is how they intertwine the side quests with the main quests, how you can botch side quests, right? Very similar to kind of how Witcher did theirs, how you can botch some certain side quests and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, and it's a fun story. It's basically Firefly meets Fallout New Vegas. That's good. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And you can't beat that. And I know we're not talking about the news, but exciting news. They are coming out with the DLC in 2020. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. So Outer Worlds, I think, is my number one game of the year. There we go. Wow. Well done. Outer Worlds is a solid one. Very solid one. I'm not going to do a 3-2-1 list because it's... I just my number one after much thought is actually Apex. Yeah, that uh, one's good. So really, good. Yeah. That really hit my good. number one. I'm like on my notes. I'm like back and forth. Yeah, Apex. I just I just think it's done more for battle royale. Like it's had a, such a huge influence. I mean now every game, every game, Battlefield. It's, it's influenced everything. Every game has the ping system. I I think greatest pinging. System I think for myself, when you look at it, I mean there's a lot of great games that that any of the games that any of us talked about deserve game of the year for me personally. But Apex. For me personally, is the game that I've really jumped into as well. And well, we've been playing it a lot lately. So much so that I have improved drastically because oh, yeah. I used to very much suck at What's that game. What's crazy cool about that game is, speaking of the ping system, is how you have a PvP, high-intensity Twitch shooter that you generally don't necessarily need a mic for. Yeah. You can request ammo. You can s- say, say, I'm looking at you. this direction. Dibs. Quickly Dibs. and easily. And it's so quick and easy. They Fluid. have so many things that you can say within a half a second that you can communicate like crazy without a mic, which is mind-boggling. Yeah. And I can guarantee you that game is going to influence every other first-person shooter or third-person shooter or any combat competitive game out there it's oh, going yeah. to change it all just because of how good that whole system yeah, was that system is 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 genius i mean uh, within a month it was in fortnite everything that they did yeah <laughs> and it was a poor version when so, fortnite does a poor version of what you did there's something to say about that so that is our personal opinions our personal picks our personal experiences for the year uh we have the 2019 do we have some music to uh 
uh, you, you want me introduce to introduce here, right here? Just uh, a quick oh, introduction actually, of the I, overall game. Can I do award. this one? I'm going to do this one. World premiere. Oh, yeah. Because it is a world premiere. It is a world premiere. The 2019 <laughs> Humbly Awesome Game Awards. Okay. They are here. Now, these game awards, this was uh, votes tallied by the people. By the people. Of for the, the people, people. For the people. Uh, um, what do you want? Do you want. Uh, do you want like how how intense do you want this? Hold on, I've got a I've got a I've got a light in. Let's uh it's pretty intense. Well the save the most intense for the game of the year. We're gonna go backwards. So we have three categories here that we kept really simple because and and it was open. It was open category. I decided okay. what I did not do. We're gonna do like. Bill and Ted's, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh. Yes. This is Bill and Ted's. Well no no. Well no. This is for introduction. This is for yes. This is the introduction. Should go for it, man. This is uh, the humbly 2019 humbly awesome game awards. These are game awards brought to you by you, the people, by the community, by the X1 Bros community. What we didn't like is all the other game awards out there. <laughs> they do it wrong. They do it really wrong. They limit you. They limit you to games they've selected for you. We said no. F that. You choose. You choose. You These are your in. games. You play. You write in any game that you want that came out in 2019 for any of these categories. Boom. It happened. And boy, did we get some, some choices. Some competitions. Nice. It was fierce. But here are, here are our final categories. We had uh, the best multiplayer. We kept it simple for the year 2019. The best single player for the year 2019. And the game of the year. The overall game oh, yeah. of the year. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to no, do we're gonna start? No, no, we're good. We could go world premiere for each one, though. That oh, okay. So okay. the first category. Okay. So the first category. Here we go. World. And then one more. Exclusive. Oh yes. <laughs> first category is the best multiplayer game, and the winner for this year's. And we're gonna we're gonna kind of discuss maybe the top three here. But the winner for best multiplayer, it was pretty close. It was pretty close between two games. Yep. The two games that really stood out was Apex this year. And Excellent. Call of Duty Modern Warfare in the X1 Bros community. Excellent. They, those were the two highest, by far, most voted on. And keep in mind, these were not options. Everybody got to type in. I'm I the winner. I, I think I might have. Do I have a drum roll on here? I don't know if I do. We yeah, can we play any trailers? Or? We, oh, yeah. Once we start discussing. Uh, oh, okay. um, I don't think I do. Okay, that's I have okay. A, yeah, let's just go for it. That's okay. So it was between Apex and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, really is what it came down in the community. And the winner of this year's 2019 Humbly Awesome Best Multiplayer Game is Call of Duty oh, Modern Warfare. Yeah. That's right. Congratulations. Come on down. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you've done it. You've won the X1 Bros Best Multiplayer Humbly Awesome Game Awards. For that, you get an imaginary trophy. Now that you've won, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> oh, I'm yes. going to Disney World. <laughs> That's right. Congratulations. <laughs> Let's discuss this game a little bit. Now, uh, Jordan and Spicy, you two have played particularly the multiplayer quite a bit. Spicy, yeah. you are a Call of Duty guy. What did they do right this year uh, that just made it made, made it made you jump back in, made everybody jump back in, so much so that it won our best multiplayer so game of the year? what did they do right? That's a, I mean, that's a kind of a loaded question. They, we know well, what they did I, wrong. Can I start with what they did wrong first? Yep. The maps weren't my favorite. Sure. They could have done a better job on the maps. That said, the gunplay in this modern war or in this Call of Duty is fantastic. Oh yeah. They redid their engine or whatever it is that they yeah, yeah. they did the math and everything, and they said, you know what? If we put these together, it's going to be better. And it was. The gunplay really is excellent. The movement, um, the graphics, yes. the sound. I mean, it was rebuilt from the ground up. 
Um, it is a very high octane, high intense shooter, which is what you would expect from Call of Duty. Uh, I thought I never ran into the spawn problems in the others like I like I did in the others in this one. Granted, I mostly play domination, so you can oh, kind dom- of control your domination spawn. is good. Yeah, and team deathmatch, I played a little bit as well. Um, when you had a daily, we, yeah, <laughs> when I had a daily. Um, but so, granted, domination helps a lot. But I, I still played those other modes, and I didn't run into too many problems with the you know the spawning system, which is, in my opinion, the deal breaker and the killer of these Call of Duty games. If I see, if I kill a guy. And then I get killed immediately after, and I see myself killing him in my own kill cam. Uh, there's a problem, yeah. I feel. And that actually only happened once out of the many, 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 many hours I played this game. Yeah. So they, they just fixed everything. They made it better. It's a better, bigger, faster, harder Call of Duty. It's good. The The kill streaks weren't necessarily overpowered. I actually like how they kind of did it, where you can't just choose whatever you want. They basically made kill streaks into a power level, and you could only have certain slots in that power level. For example, I could not have a counter UAV as well as a UAV in the same, you know, that yeah, the it, way they matched them up. It slot one, took two, up those three, slots. Yeah. I think that's a really good way. I don't think this is new to this series, but um, but the way they how it was laid out is kind of how it is new to the series for me anyway, and I think they, they did a really good job. Um, after playing some Battlefield and then going to this, I think they could have improved their sniping a little bit in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think their sniping was... But at the same time, it was really frustrating with running on snipers in the other games, so I think they hit that hard, but I think they used the nerf hammer a little too hard in the sniping aspect, giving a big beacon of... Of hope? No, there. <laughs> when you line. look through that sniper scope, every single person on the entire map knows where you are. You know, and I don't think that was uh, good. I think they should do that just for whoever you're like a tunnel of what you're looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not the whole map to see it, right? Um, but that said, I, I always have criticisms of games that I like. Yeah. And I, I think they did an excellent job at this game. Jordan, I think it's really Jordan, really how good. about you? What stands out for Call of Duty are uh, the communities, the X1 Bros, humbly awesome, best multiplayer game uh, of 2019. Well, no, I agree. I think the game's fantastic. It's the first... I mean, going back to Modern Warfare was genius, right? Because yeah. you got that nostalgia, right? I think the gunplay was solid. Uh, the graphics are good, redoing the whole new engine. I agree with Mark. The maps aren't the best. There's probably like maybe out of the 10 that I think there was 10 that was in there, maybe one or two that I really did enjoy. Yeah. Um, that being said, they have come out with new maps for free for everybody, yeah. which is really fun. This is also the first um, Call of Duty with a battle pass. Yep, first Call of Duty with the battle yeah. pass, which there is a lot of free content in that battle pass, but of course it is just $10 if you want to yeah. buy the whole battle pass itself. It is grindy, though. Um, the modes that they've added, I really enjoyed the realism mode, which I didn't play that too often, but it was fun. Cool. Uh, gunfight is probably one of my favorite modes. It reminds me a lot of Breakout. Uh, from Halo 5, and then I actually at first didn't like Ground War because I felt that they should have taken out Killstreaks, which I actually still do feel that Killstreaks shouldn't be in Ground War because it makes mm-hmm. it too chaotic. Oh, yeah, yeah I agree but, 100% um, with that. Yeah. With some of the new maps, and I've actually learned how to play Ground War, I actually do a lot better in Ground War now, and I have been having a lot more fun in Ground War uh, with the vehicles and the, and the bigger maps and the bigger sizes. Um, but no, I think it's really good. Their roadmap seems to be really good. The uh, r- I mean, rumor has it we're going to get a, a crazy cool battle royale. 
every time I seem to, it seems like almost every couple times I log in, because I play it probably once a week now, right? As opposed to before when we were playing it every day. Uh, every couple times I log in, it feels like there's something new, a new game mode, a new map or something yeah. like that. I mean, they're doing really good supporting the game. No, absolutely. Uh, so so this, what was this category? Best, uh, multi- multi- best multiplayer. multiplayer. Uh, and it was neck and neck. Let's just review, uh, kind of just lightly touch on the top three that came in. It was neck and neck with Apex. Ooh, uh, a lot of people chose oh. Apex and, and f- for good reason. Apex, fantastic game. The battle royale right now. I I I think I think we're probably all in agreement of that. And the other one that it, that it came in close to was Gears Five for multiplayer. Yeah, and Gears Five Gears is, has good is, multiplayer. Is, man. is a good. I mean, Gears Five all the way around. This this edition, this iteration. Well, I mean, you can play Sarah really Connor. Sir Connor. I mean, or yeah. uh, Spartans. Or Spartans, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. So that was uh that was the top three games that came in right there for the for the best multiplayer. The best single player. Hold on, hold on. Exclusive. Oh, there it is. Premiere. There it is. The best single player. Uh cue the music of the oh. of wait, wait, when 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 we uh cue it. So okay, when, okay, for when we announce okay, the winner. Okay. Uh do you wanna do, do you want, let's This do was this. a close one. This was closely between three games. Three games came in basically neck and neck for this, with a couple votes putting it over the top. The best single player for the humbly awesome X1 Bros Game Awards, the best single player experience for 2019, is the one and the only Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, come on down! You are the best single player experience. Well done. So good, man. It really was. Really good really? game. Uh, I'll start. I'll start with this one. They did stuff storytelling wise, and uh, right at the very beginning, they have you. You're trying to get through a door, and you turn around, and when you turn around, well, how you they... realize what what they're actually doing with that, and it's just like mind boggling. So, I gotta gotta talk about that. You're walking through this corridor, or you're walking basically through. A it's corridor. like a dream. Yeah. And then you get to a point, you're following somebody, you get to a point where you can't enter, and you're like looking around. Everybody did the same thing. Everybody did the same thing. They're like, where's the door's handle? How do I get? And then you turn around to see where you came from, and it changes. It's a full-on transition to uh, like an empire building, right? Like the weird, dark, sinister hallway, and how they did that, so good. So good. This game definitely... Makes you lean forward. This game's single player, a lot of people... I mean, if you want a good single player experience, if you want a good Star Wars game, this is the game to do it in. Just right from the beginning, the opening scene, Mongolian, the Mongolian throat Mongolian singing metal <laughs> pumps yeah, you up. The who? Yeah. Then they tell the story. They're doing a tutorial... Uh, when you first start up the game, you don't even, right you don't, it doesn't even feel like you're in a tutorial. It's that good, right? Then you jump into the other levels. They've got collection stuff. Each level is its own story. Each level is its own puzzle. And the, the you throw on top of that the fighting that is fluid, that is truly Star Wars fighting, and you've got yourself That's, a winner. I'm, wa- I'm watching through this trailer because now I've played the game. Uh, so we're watching the trailers. We're doing this. Some of these scenes are so good. Look at that! Oh my gosh, the game is so good. I, I gotta, I gotta play it again. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, and then I'll get all the plants this time. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Anything to add or add or take away from that? Draw the man. Uh, the ending was really good. Ending. The ending is kind of what puts the story over the top. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the story itself is really good. Yeah, I know it's. Good. It takes place between um, Revenge the of execute the sixty yeah. or Order sixty six. So. 
all the Jedi being exterminated. And it's about five years after that. So a new hope comes up in like, what, 15 years from there? Yeah. 20, 10 years from there. So, and the story follows a young Padawan who survived. And it's so good. It's an excellent Star Wars story. I think it's one of the best Star Wars stories since the originals. Yeah. Um, well, and how they do their flashbacks, even like to learn more about your character, is yeah. super good. It, it's a really good. It's a really good game. In a in a world where I'm really disappointed in Star Wars lately, having this come out uh, was extremely satisfying. Yeah. Very agreed. Very good. So that's our uh, as voted on by you, the community. Oh, yeah, the and, best, the, and the Wookiees looked anorexic. The best single-player game, uh, and this one, this one, it was pretty close, uh, again, between between about three games here for our best single-player experience. It was Jedi Fallen Order, Outer Worlds. Oh, we're not ready for the oh, game of okay, the year. Okay, sorry, okay, sorry. sorry. That's a good one, though. That's like the I'm going to do the, the Bulls. Yeah, I like that. that. I like that a lot. Okay. Outer Worlds came in second good for story. best single-player oh, yeah, experience. Okay. What's uh, fun is you can actually have multiple stories in that game. Yeah, and it's completely different depending on well, your decisions. Well, and certain decisions you make make other decisions happen and then gears five which oh oh, good that's another one that's like a heart like stuff they do in that when you're playing and they go to a cutscene and something happens jaw dropping every single time you're like oh my goodness oh Oh, my goodness yeah very good game uh good job i'm glad that you guys voted those ones (laughs) i'm I'm very glad you guys are you guys are good the world is a good place right now. it is now time to announce the game of the year for the humbly awesome uh, X1 Bros Game Award. This again, it was very close. It was very fierce. It was close between uh, three or four games on this one. It was Ooh. very split. Too many good games to decide for 2019. But the game of the year. The game of the year for the X1 Bros Humbly Awesome Game Awards. The ultimate game. The best game that you picked overall for 2019. Is the Outer Worlds? Yeah, Outer Worlds, come on down! Congratulations! Yeah, well, see, I'll pop this one. Yeah, there. Now we got two songs going on at the same time. (laughs) Outer Worlds, I mean, just a great experience. Awesome. For Game of the Year, we actually required people to leave comments about the game. So let's just review a couple of the comments here that were left. Outer Worlds is such a well-designed game. With a great support cast and a variety of play styles and planets to explore, it's the Fallout game that 76 should have been. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. A little passive-aggressive against <laughs> it's, Fallout 76, <laughs> but, but whatever. It's everything, I loved about, it's everything I loved about Fallout New Vegas, only more polished. The storyline is yeah. well done, and the gameplay is silky smooth. Yeah, it's good. That is a really good game. You can replay that game. Top... So- Top-notch story with memorable characters. The depth of the RPG mechanics and dialogue choices is unlike any game of the past few years. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The yeah. dialogue choices. And what's well, what's crazy to me is not just the dialogue choices. How different everyone's experience is at, with the exact same scenario or situation, yeah. right? Yeah. They did a really good job of that. And it really is. The game, no game has done that recently to as 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 high a level as this game did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would always pa- save the game on a part where they tell me I can't go into that room. And I'm like, okay, save the game, kill everybody, go into the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what's here. Okay, reload. But then let me keep playing. Last comment that we're going to read here that came in. when we have, we have a ton of them. I mean, so many votes came in for this one. Uh, but it is, uh, it has everything. 
shooting, RPG elements, emotional attachment, mm-hmm. and deep, deep decision making. Oh, yeah. And that it does. Outer Worlds Game of the Year. Nice. By you, the X1 Bros community. These are the Humbly Awesome Game Awards. Let's recap. Single play, uh, Game of the Year was Outer Worlds. Best single player, Jedi Fallen Order. And best multiplayer was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We hit three fantastic games with that. I think our community nailed it. Yeah, yeah. good job. What, yeah. Look at those games, though. What a great year for gaming, right? Overall, just so many good games to choose from. There were for for Game of the Year. There was some funny ones that I laugh at, like Minecraft. Was in Minecraft there. is in there. Well, when did the? It is no, solid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't good. laugh at it because it's good. You don't think did of it, it come as out that, this right? Year, though? Well, I mean, it's a perpetual game, oh, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an interesting point. They never mentioned that in like. Like the perpetual games are always like Destiny 2s, Divisions, Fortnites. Minecraft yeah, should always Minecraft. be up there. It should always be Agreed. up there. According to Cells, for sure. Uh, one of the best single one player ca- games that came in that was very interesting for, that got a couple votes Dead Cells. And I see Metro Exodus one. as well. Metro which is Exodus. Another game is one. I Control. Go play. Control is one that got, yeah. got a couple people's game of, uh, single player game of well, the years yeah, as well. I'm, uh, I really, that's on my to do. That one, the people that made Alan Wake did that game. Yeah, Remedy. A Remedy, and uh, it looks. I think that's going to be the game that I'm going to play with my wife. So, because it's total story. Oh yeah, and yeah. deep story. Yeah, yeah, and really interesting and intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's on my to do. Well done. The first annual Humbly Awesome Game Awards is upon us. Congratulations to everybody who won. Congratulations to you guys for picking some excellent games. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, again, this job. was this was the first annual. I love it. Uh, it is annual. It is annual, so we'll see. We'll see you guys back here again next year. That brings us to the last segment of our show. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. This is where we take your questions. This is the last mail sack of 2019. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Jordan oh, gets really excited oh, when you say oh. mail sack. <laughs> Brought to you by Dr. Cajones. <laughs> Are you really gonna do that plug, Dr. Cajones? Giving men back their balls <laughs> since 1995. Oh my gosh! Call one eight hundred Cajones for a consultation. Uh-huh. We appreciate him as a sponsor for the show. Thank you very much. It's not doctor. a sponsor of the show, Doctor Cajones. Yeah, thank you very much. David just likes to think of balls. He helped me get back my balls <laughs> and become a man. He can oh, help man. you too. He is Doctor really, Cajones. He can help you too. I really, yeah. He can help you too. I want. I mean. That, that iTunes review, really, every time I think of... When you talk, I think of the <laughs> iTunes review. It's probably targeted at me. He's like, that's a great show, but I swear these guys are 16 years old. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> 16-year-old humor is humor that I love. <laughs> right? Timeless. Dr. Cohn is. <laughs> okay, you're... No, don't keep going on that. Yes. Okay. Do you require reduction surgery? <laughs> <laughs> like me? Oh my gosh. Go. Just read the questions. Contact Dr. Cajones for a free consultation. <laughs> uh. Okay, uh, first question comes in from Black Knight. Black Knight says, seasonal battle passes everywhere. It seems like every game is come out with a seasonal battle pass. I feel like it's forcing players to stay on one game to complete it so you don't waste money. How do you guys feel about it? I will say that is that actually I feel like is true. Um, what do you mean forcing me to play on one game so I don't waste? Oh, because, because I put in $10, I now have to go the yeah. distance? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I, th- I think that that is... Both true and the point of the battle pass, and Correct. the goal, yeah. and the goal of the battle pass. It is stressful. 
It is. Is it? I've been doing it. I know, but is it stressful? A little bit. Yeah, it's because you got to get them in. If you fall behind, you fall. If you behind. fall behind. That's that's not fun. But uh, but I mean, you don't have to. Can I say something? <laughs> can I say something? Here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption this iteration. So they, this is the second Outlaw Pass. It just dropped with the Moonshiners, and I feel like they're fleecing me with this Battle Pass. It's not as good. Like uh, the stuff that's dropping is not as good. Number two, it was forty gold for the Battle Pass. So the first one was thirty-five. If you complete everything, you get your forty gold back. In that, granted, you get treasures, matches, treasure maps, and stuff, which give you additional gold. But that's, but you get for your forty gold back. So fifty dollars. But value. then they dropped moonshine. <laughs> so I didn't spend any gold through the entire first outlaw pass. Yeah. Granted, I've not gone and got uh, the, my treasure maps, so I'm sure if I go do that, I'll have enough for this. But I haven't. I didn't spend anything. I bought the outlaw pass with uh-huh. my gold that I had. Okay. Then I went to start moonshiners. I had seventeen gold left. Moonshiners is twenty five gold. Yeah, I don't like that they do that. That 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 makes me feel fleeced. When I went to do it, they said, "Would you like to purchase more gold?" No, I'm not purchasing gold. Like you're fleecing me here. However, having said that, if I if they do offer ways for me to go get that gold if I do the treasure maps, which I just got to go do the treasure maps because I think I have enough that would bring me to 25. Yeah, but the fact that I've not spent any gold, I did an entire outlaw pass, and I leveled up almost all the way all of the the things, and I don't have enough to to, well, to do both that's that's fleecing me don't fleece me well the thing is is you paid $60 for the game initially right yeah you paid for the uh, crazy lady collector you paid for the hunter you paid for the bounty or I got one of those for free. Bounty hunter. They give you one of those for yeah, free. Yeah, they give you one for free. No, they don't I, I think you just had enough gold because I had to pay for all three. Oh, okay yeah so I think you just had enough gold Oh, okay. To do it, right? So you had to pay for those three, and you had to pay for the battle pass, right? Yeah. So them coming at you well, with I another enough, battle pass. I had enough gold and, to pay for all three, but... And, so the, and then they come but out with battle pass, too. But now Moonshiners is yeah. where I'm feeling... Like, just get, just do this instead. And, and while at the same time, they're simultaneously saying, oh, and since it's Christmas, here's 50% off the entire store of stuff if you want to buy something. Well, I'm not buying anything now. Like, if you... If you really want me to buy something from that store, just give me Moonshiners, and I would be more than happy to, well, spend, the thing is, to is, spend $5 on a super cool outfit The or thing something. is, is they're setting the precedence that everything that they come out with, you have to pay for. You have to pay for with gold, which yeah. is their currency, which you can't earn in-game at very low increments, and you earn through the Battle Pass, but the Battle Pass, like, you'll get to level 5, you'll get 5 gold bars. If you add up all of those as you go through, and this Battle Pass is 100 levels. The last one was only 75, 75 yeah. Like that, yeah. So this one's 100 levels, and it's honestly not as good as stuff. Like, Red Dead Redemption, or Rockstar, this is my complaint to you. This, this Stop outlaw charging pass, me money. This outlaw pass sucked and made me feel like I'm being fleeced. Yeah. Can I be a devil's advocate right now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Even though you sound really pissed about it. Yeah. Uh, do you want the alternative? The terrible loot crates that happen all the <laughs> no, time? No, no, no. Because, because no. I mean, they're putting in work, right? No, they absolutely are. However, just make it like X equals X. Yeah, give it, saying. give it to just do. You just and, yeah, and this is them learning, learning this process too, right? Uh, they just tweak it, tweak it a little bit. For instance, they don't do anything equivalent to that in Grand Theft Auto. In Grand Theft Auto, they just release crap. They just release shat. But that's the thing. But they're, they come out with pay- their game shark. What is it called? Game shark. Game game cards. Yeah. All the t- like, but the stuff that I'm buying there is not full on modes. It's yeah. apartments and yachts and bo- it's 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 the luxury items, 
which you again you can earn that currency in game. Okay, not so, a full on mode. So let me repeat what you're bugged about. You're you would be okay buying these things if when you buy the gold it equals the same amount as to what you are buying, right? Instead of like, aren't they saying you can buy this for thirty gold, but you can only buy twenty five gold for an example, right? Oh no, I haven't even jumped into the store because I refuse that. No, what I'm saying is they release a new mode in online. Which I already have the, the I already have the outlaw shine. pass, so I purchased it again with gold that I saved from the first outlaw pass, which okay. he's fine with. He's fine yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, fine yeah. with that. Yeah. But this new mode, Moonshiners, if I want to get in, I have to now buy it with more gold, which is real money. And I yes, even yes. and I have not spent any gold. I've not bought any items with gold. Nothing, and that's an option because that's their in-game currency. And I don't have enough. Someone that has played so much Red Dead Online yeah. to buy to both renew my outlaw pass. And so, now participate in this new mode. I, I so let's think about on their side. I'm trying. I'm just trying to be the. No, and I get them. They're like they're continually creating this game. Blah blah blah. They need money and and they but, don't like you. But I still think because you're not spending any money. I still think <laughs> you can hide that better. Buy. Let me do the mode, but then make me purchase. I want that badass tavern that I'm gonna buy. Make me purchase that one, but let me still do the actual. I got the you. actual trade of Moonshine. No, no, I, I can't even participate until I pay that gold. I agree because when they came out with the Frontier update and I found out that I had to buy all three things, why not just make it a pack? Like, oh, here, here's a $15 Frontier pack, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, uh, I think their pay model is really weird. I mean, I get that they're a business and they have to make money. What makes it weird... Grand Theft Auto just makes no, more no. sense with what their makes, pay model. What makes it weird and hard, I think, is look at all the other games that are out there doing that. Like, Fortnite just comes out with events, right? Apex just comes out with events that are all free to play. There are cosmetics that you can buy within those events, right? Yeah, they, what they you know have is you want those cosmetics. You Even have, a, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you have... Uh, How much you did have, you guys drop? $160 between you? I spent 100 bucks. yeah. yeah um, and then you have games like Modern Warfare where everything except the Battle Pass has been free so far. New maps, new 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 weapons, right? Uh, the only thing that's cost money is the Battle Pass, and then they do have cosmetics in the in-game store. Um, I just think they're... because I don't know. I'm you. I feel like I'm used to that pay model now. Yeah, I feel like theirs is no. I agree, and that's. I think maybe that's why I feel fleeced. And in fairness, again, if I go, I have a bunch of treasure hunters that I've not done, like the maps. If I go do that, I probably will have enough. But just doing that up front to me, you you could do a better job of of you could do a better job with that. Like, give me the mode. And charge me for some badass horse that I want. If you want, I don't know, charge double for the battle Like, pass. for instance, you're freaking, you're a rock star. It's Red Dead Redemption. It's Christmas. You want to know what fits into the Red Dead Redemption world perfectly? Undead Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no. But that I would pay for, like you guys did with your holiday skins, you give me Santa's sleigh and reindeer that I can drive around, and I will buy that. I will, I will pay, I will pay whatever that you would be charged for that. Yeah. If, I can, if I can ride that around, uh... West well, Elizabeth. Honestly, that's exactly what happened to Apex. We logged in. We were looking at the skins, and I think Mark saw it first. He says, oh, my gosh. Look at the 301. Look at the 301. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, let's pay for this. And you're like, $20? That's outrageous. Here you $60 go. $60 later. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the best gun skin I have ever seen it in really my is. life. Yeah. And if you get the candy cane uh, thing for it, it's And I just perfect. think that, that they, and Red Dead, and Rockstar's learning, learning all this, and they're going along Red Dead Redemption, you know, trying to keep it up. And it is a very good, they've done a good job with online. Well, uh, but just today, that, that kind of annoyed me a little bit. No, I get it. And I, I mean, and I just think there's better ways, and I think everybody else is doing a little bit better of a model than that. Even Grand Theft Auto, I think, is doing a better model than what they're doing with Red Dead. Yeah. Well, it's just, it feels like they're charging you for everything. It feels like I'm being fleeced. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, here's I mean, come sweet, on, they, here you can make you can make illegal they, alcohol. They did make seven hundred and fifty million in three days. I, they can give me a mode. Give yeah. me a, no, I'm just kidding. I get what they're doing and why they're doing it, and that's fine. But it does feel like like I felt a little jaded. Like, wait, why do I have to buy all three of these modes to improve your online game that you want me to continue to play? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, not like I'm buying an expansion, but it's different. Like, give me like it's again. different when I'm buying Shadow Keep or Forsaken because I'm expanding the game. And there's a sto- there's also the a story. story there's much there's game. much more than three different jobs, right? You yeah. know, it, it's just weird. But I get what you're yeah, saying. And it's seven, yeah, I get what you're saying. and it's twenty five. It's twenty five gold. How much does that equate to real dollars? I have no idea. Probably no ten idea. bucks. We could look it up. It's probably it's probably, no, it probably more five. expensive. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Twenty yeah. bucks. Knowing how they work. Well, no. If if the game pass, if we could work it out because if game pass is ten dollars, if the outlaw pass is ten dollars, the outlaw pass is forty gold. The outlaw so it's a four to one ratio. So uh, why don't they just have yeah. dollars? Uh, because this hides it. No, it's no, no, I guess I know Psych- why. Psychology. Invented by Disneyland. Psychology. To get, you turn in your money to get Mickey Mouse dollars, and then you don't realize how much you're spending. Yeah, that's really smart. That's and how, how they, they do it. Bucks. How, even in Apex, how they do it is, oh, that crate costs six hundred, but I can only buy in increments of five hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Anyways, back to Black. That one, I went off on a way tang- big tangent there. Black Knight says, I feel like uh, these battle passes are forcing players to stay on one game and complete it, so you don't waste your money. How do you guys feel about that? I don't mind it but it is a little bit stressful particularly when i want to jump into different games for instance right now i've jumped into well here i have the outlaw pass now for red dead but i'm also jumping back into destiny 2 and can i spicy they've changed a lot man since we've we've been in there it's like it's like you date a girl who you enjoyed dating at the time but she just wasn't for you right you moved on you grew up you went better things you go back five years later and she's a she's developed Wait, how a, how old was she when she first started dating her? Is this like she a, just are you a creep? <laughs> like, seriously, are she you is, a creep? She, we talked about this before the show, and I'm going to bring it up again. I pulled into my house late at night, and there was this creepy homeless guy standing out my yard with a dog, and I pull up slowly, and it's David just staring at me. And I'm like, roll down my window as I back my car into my garage. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You're like, oh, I just walk my dog. And I was like, okay. It's awkward. He's just staring at me. See ya. Hit the garage door. And we slowly lose eye contact as the garage door goes down. Are you a creep? <laughs> like, I was dating a girl. That, uh... And then yeah, grew she, up. yeah, then this she girl, got this, developed. If you she, know what uh, I'm she turned 18. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa! <laughs> this girl's uh, her name was Destiny 2. <laughs> and I uh, She wasn't legal. I played, <laughs> no, she was. <laughs> but I dated her for a little while and uh I just She lied started, about her age, let's be real. <laughs> I just started to get bored with her. Oh my gosh! But then ten years. And then she developed. A few years passes. <laughs> I gave her. Yeah. I come back and I gave her money. <laughs> She's quite the I lady. Oh, well, let me man. tell you, Destiny 2, though, you go back in, there is so much to do. Like, it is just... Well, much more end game, so quest, everything. Yeah, lots. Everything, and it just feels so good, and they nail 120% and you can get the sex play. appeal. It's it's so good. Like, it is amazing. There's lots to do. The DLCs, I'm just blown away. I'm, I am... We've talked a lot about, like, the future of MMOs, and I've argued that the future of MMO is the sandbox, G- GTA, online... 
Red Dead Redemption Online, right? Like that is the future. I actually think it's destiny. No. I think them breaking away from Activision allowed them to pursue what they wanted to pursue, and that is going down this hybrid MMO, which is just the new MMO version, and they have nailed it. They've 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 crushed it. I am I am watching lore videos. I'm reading all my grimoire anthologies. I'm I'm thinking about it when I'm not playing it. That's always a sign of a good game, yeah. That's you know, it's fun. The two campaigns are really good. Forsaken is fantastic. Yeah. Because we haven't played since Forsaken come out. We didn't even play Forsaken when it came out, right? Yeah. Uh, we've recently jumped back into it, and it's so good. It's a developed awesome. lady. <laughs> it is developed. A developed lady. My new lady. Uh, I'm glad too. you waited until she was legal before you started playing her. Anyways, but it has an outlaw <laughs> pass, too. It has an, I mean, not an outlaw pass. Season it pass. Has, it has a season pass, a battle pass, and it is... It does cause this stress. I know what Black Knight's talking about. It does cause this stress because the purpose of those is to keep you playing their game. Spicy. No, I mean, yeah. If you if you don't have a desire to play the game, then I would not buy the Battle Pass, right? There are many games I haven't bought a Battle Pass for. But a game like Apex, I know I'm going to be playing it. And I think they do weekly challenges better than anyone else. Every week, new weekly challenges come out just like Fortnite. But I find myself, a lot of them just happen naturally. Yeah. And Fortnites are good too. I just think that model's excellent. Nothing stresses me out about that. I'm, I, I, but I'm not trying to balance 10 games. See, that's the thing. Yeah. And I think that's the point. Like, how many Battle Pass games can you be involved in? I three. think two max. Oh, oh, you think three? Well, well, I'm currently doing Jordan's three. a power user. Okay. He is. Jordan is a power. Yeah, he'll he'll be like, okay, that's it for Apex. I'm gonna spend the next four hours. Yeah. It's like midnight. I'm gonna spend four hours doing all. That's gotta do it. And he thrives. Actually, he thrives with those goals because he likes to boom. He hits. Check them. it off the list. He hits them. No, I just so I, I think two. I think you can do two. I feel and, like and maintain a healthy gaming balance. I feel like buying a battle pass isn't like buying a game. It's only ten dollars. If you play for three weeks and then you get bored of it and move on to something else, yeah. It was only ten bucks. I mean, that's a Wendy's combo meal with extra fries. I think the problem is, is what if you bought three battle passes in three different games that you wanted to try? <laughs> well, that's well, that's the thing. Like, you still have three months to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's true. That's true. I you feel do have like a while. I feel that like is true. It's not forcing you; it's incentivizing you, mm. and I think that's a big difference. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like people should think of it. I don't know. I think this. The way they do it nowadays is so much better than loot crates and spin wheels. Well, and that's where Over uh, Overwatch hated those. needs to catch up. It's twenty twenty Overwatch. Maybe Overwatch two. Yeah, twenty twenty Overwatch two. Stop yeah. with your loot boxes. Well, I mean, like that's where we w we were in a very very, in my opinion, terrible place when it came to supporting the developers um, to continue, you know, their game development because they need money. And I just think loot crates were the worst idea in the history of mankind. I hated those. They just, I'm having a good time, then they tell me what I can have, and then I don't get it, and they give me sprays. It just pisses me off. It yeah. makes me mad. Whereas battle passes, you give them 10 bucks. Yes, keep supporting this game, and you get cool stuff, and you can enjoy your game. You can smile, and it gives you goals, you and it gives you, you can, okay, I got to get to, I got to get to 73 because Mirage rides himself on the way down. That is one of the coolest. Have you seen that one? So Mirage, oh, yeah, 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 he'll yeah, ride yeah. himself like yeah, a I like a bomb, and he's like woohoo, like a cowboy, because he's you know he can be several people at once, 
And I know that I need to get to 73 in the next four months because that is awesome. And then all the other things I can be like, okay, I need to get 10 headshots in this specific section. That to me is way more fun and entertaining than, oh, great. I, I could have gotten a Ferrari, but the spin wheel made it so I got a thousand credits. Mm-hmm. And it just pisses me off, yeah. right? So I think I think the, where we're at is a way better place than where we were. Well, if you think about it, uh, I mean, the purpose of the Battle Pass is to keep us in in, the, in playing their game. It's almost a good problem to have, especially if you really like the game. However, it does... I mean, you just got to balance. Make sure you're balanced. And, and I think, too, Jordan can do... Th- Jordan's doing three right now. Three Battle Pass games and crushing it. So, I saw well done. In chat, uh, Cooper says, Battle Passes should be free in games that are full price, but it's okay to play in free-to-play games. I disagree with that. Um, respectfully, I disagree with that. I think if the developer is continually adding to the game, adding maps, adding things, they need to be compensated for that. And I think... Battle passes are a excellent solution to that. I think well, and it, it is optional, and you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't have to. However, it doesn't give any gameplay advantages. However, in the case of Red Dead Redemption, you would need to purchase in order to play their modes. That is a wrong. That is a wrong model. Yeah, that'll. I mean, that's going to fragment your. Audience. You don't need to p- purchase the battle pass. You need to purchase their currency, and that's just the wrong model. You're still no. Well, here's the thing: it doesn't really fraction your audience. You're still in the same world, but you've just got. I've got nothing to do unless I unless I pay you. Give me the option, and it, it, it's kind of a two way streak. You're giving me the option to pay you, but you've got to do a good job. You've got yeah. to provide me with good incentives to pay you. I.e., Santa's sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. Yeah. So Death Star Destroyer says, but battle passes don't usually add maps, do they? No, but they what you're they're doing is they're allowing you to pay them money so that they can continually develop the well, game. And, well, they, well, they, the, they do the and they don't. Fortnite, I mean, if you take, got a new map, yeah, if you, you take Apex, Apex you got Meltdown, right? I mean, that's a that's Which a direct a great map. By yeah, the that's way, that's a that's a result of people supporting the game via the first two battle passes, right? Correct. So. Yeah. So you don't get maps you get necessarily, modes, and you do get modes. You, you get modes. Yeah. It gives you an opportunity to give you stuff, so you would pay. There's a tra- it gives you a transaction involved that you actually enjoy, and that that gives them money to make maps but later on. But in the case of Fortnite and Apex and stuff, it doesn't prevent you from playing the same game as everybody else if you are not Correct. in the battle pass. And I think that's at the same. I think level. that's what makes it valuable. Cosmetics and every and but the, I mean they're cool cosmetics. If you get if you have the case like Dauntless. For example, um, a game by Epic that does Fortnite. I think their battle passes were terrible. I don't think you got anything you wanted. It's the so. same with this second Outlaw Pass. It's just not. It's just like I don't care about unlocking almost anything in there. Yeah. Whereas the first one had some really good stuff. I think Rockstar is incorrect. They're, le- they're learning it. They're learning. It's incorrect to charge. I mean, it's going to fragment your audience you're going to get people that just don't play it anymore. Like you were mad at it because of how they were doing it. Whereas like a game like apex and all that stuff, it's everyone can still play together. It's just, you have a really awesome three Oh one skin. Yeah. Regardless, black Knight, Great question. Thank you very much for writing in barm writes in. And he says, do you think revealing the series X, AKA sex box (laughs) without any spec info was a smart move or does it open the door for the internet and people like Randy pitch for the call out (laughs) Phil and the claims of it being the most powerful console? I think. Oh, sorry. Were you not done? I think someone like took Randy Pitchford's lunch out of the refrigerator that day. (laughs) He was like, he left a note because that it just, I like it didn't, 
it was just odd his tweet. Like I, I like Randy Pitchford. Can you for when, can you give us context when he? Happened? So basically, what had happened? It's it's kind of confusing. Uh, he tweeted out. I had the tweet. But Phil Spencer sent out a, a tweet saying DF does good work, which is Digital Foundry, and talking about Moore's Law. He basically said as Moore's Law slows down and performance ambitions increase, right? Is what talking Phil about, Spencer yeah, said. Moore's Law in layman's terms is basically. I mean, how do you explain it? Is it is it how many transistors you get? Basically, more powerful processors every couple of years, but processors get smaller in size, right? Mm-hmm. And he, the reason he's saying Moore's Law is, is slowing down is because processors are getting more powerful, but at a certain point, we're not getting much smaller, right? Yeah. Uh, and the idea, like the why the Xbox is designed the way it's designed uh, is because you're pulling a lot of heat from that powerful processor and there needs to be airflow that goes through and stuff like that, right? So in layman's terms, David can probably explain Moore's Law a little bit better. That's how I understand it. It's something to do with like doubling the transistors every so many years, which means more power, but also talking about making processors smaller in size, right? Yeah, the idea is um, that as things become more powerful over time, we pay less for it. Yeah. And I think it was something to do with size. And because too. we get more power. Yeah, we get more power. It's always yeah. with size with yeah, David. So, yeah, something to do with size. Yeah, the one and Phil Spencer. So anyway, <laughs> but basically, he, he was just upset about it. Uh, no one really knows why. <laughs> someone stole his lunch. Yeah, I, think, I really someone think someone his took lunch. his lunch out of the fridge. He's like, are you kidding me? And that's the first tweet Or saw. the opposite. <laughs> someone left their lunch in there too long and it, it rotted. And you opened up the fridge and it smelled. So yeah, that angers me. Basically, what what I've seen and what I this is just tend to what I agree with is people are saying, well, Moore's law is slowing down and it does affect console design. I actually agree with that part. It's all opinion based, right? I'm not a scientist. I don't know, but uh, I I think it is slowing down, and I think it does. Like when you design a console, you have to think about how you're going to put pieces in, how you're going to cool those pieces. So the more power saying, brings he was, more Randy heat. Randy Pitchford right? was alluding that the Xbox is not the most powerful console. Will not be the most powerful. Console. Which is fascinating because if you look at Godfall, which is the new game that Gearbox announced, mm-hmm. it is an exclusive to PS5 and PC. Mm. Oh, very interesting. Which is very interesting. So very I don't in Randy Pitchford. Yeah, well so, so but what's Pitch, interesting PS4 Obviously, I think I think he knows something PS5. we I think he knows something we don't, right? I'm sure they have dev kits, right? And they know what they're dealing with. Um the thing is is Maybe he's a dishonest asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you can never throw that one out yeah. of the argument. I mean, there's a just, good. There, maybe that's just. Maybe. That's well, just and I know I know Randy Pitchford takes a lot of heat. I I I respect him for saying what he thinks. And if you release a game and use that platform to do your own magic show, that's something that I like. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't I mean how can you get mad at that right? No, that's funny. YouTube it. It's funny. <laughs> so anyway, I I do personally I I do think he's wrong in this case, and I I do think someone maybe took his lunch out of the break room and he was just having Someone a bad day or something. Someone yeah, because it, it just kind of came out of nowhere like, okay. But um, what's interesting about this question is I don't think it's, I think it's actually smart that they don't give you the specs. Yeah, I agree. Because um, if anything happens, they can make adjustments. Now, people say, well, this has been in development for so many years. They've already ordered the parts. They can't make adjustments. Let's uh, throw it all on the table and be no, perfectly th- honest. If there's any company that can change something last minute and not care about the money, it's Microsoft. So, That's true. So I mean, I'd, I I think I think you know they're probably still fine tuning a few things before we get the specs. And to be a hundred percent honest with everybody, I'm I'm gonna say it right now. I think the PS5 and the Xbox Series X are going to be ninety nine point nine percent. it's the same, same hardware. I don't think we're gonna have even even last generation. The PS4 was a little bit more powerful. Um, I don't think we're gonna have that. I think they're 
Well, much all be I know part. is Phil Spencer said, and I believe Phil Spencer, he's delivered on everything that he has said and uh, everything that he's promised and said. Phil Spencer says they, from here on out, the Xbox will always be the most powerful console. That's that I, is his goal, and I yeah. think, I think when that's your goal, you, I mean, he's delivered on everything. He's delivered on everything this generation. He fi- mm-hmm. he he righted the ship, and I I I just believe him. I, yeah. He's not yet been hyperbolic. He's not yet uh, tried to sell me something, hype something up be- better than it was. Uh, and I th- and I think I, th- I think he's gonna. I think Microsoft in general learned from that. Yeah, they yeah. were. They've always as soon as they didn't try to be the world's most powerful console, they went second place, third place, fourth place, right? Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, and this I that mean, is what they're good at is making things powerful. Yeah. yeah, or that's when they succeed is when they attempt to do so. Well, and that may mean a few things, right? I mean, maybe this one isn't more powerful, but the next one, it, right? You know, maybe because they're going to have iterations, right? No, I um, think. Or do you think every time? Always, yeah. You think they know what Sony has in theirs? I think. Well, I mean, I think you you are doing stuff. So, for instance, the project uh, or Xbox One X did stuff that nobody else was doing because it was. Their processor, their chip created in house, yep. and I think they're they know they know what they have and they can do. It. I mean, backwards compatibility is an engineering feat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it really is. And it's I think amazing. and I think they're on fire, and I think they know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I think I mean Randy Pitchford's the here, CEO. Here of is Gearbox, my right? to answer to answer Barm's question for myself. Uh, sorry, Jordan, you want to summarize your answer? Real quick? Oh, I was just gonna say I think he knows something we don't. Yeah. Right. Because I I guarantee they have dev kits and stuff. Mm. Uh, that being said, um, I actually have no idea where I was going with this. I had something, but I forgot. I'll finish finish it. Sorry. (laughs) That being said, said, I don't think it's a mistake for them to not come out with specs yet. I think when you do that, you set yourself up to just be attacked. And why? Uh, I do think this is, they learned from last generation. This was announced out of nowhere, out of the blue. Did you see how they kept it from getting leaked too? Whenever Phil Spencer was coming up, to, when he was practicing for the Game Awards, like they come out, they practice their speech. During the practice, they changed all of the words around. So he said the basically same generic stuff, but instead of uh, Xbox Series X, it was Game Pass. So everybody thought that this was going to be a Game Pass announcement. That's how it's so simple, Suckers. right? So simple. That's how they kept it from leaking. I think leaking out of the blue, out of nowhere, surprising Sony and being the first to officially reveal it on stage, reveal the look of your box. They've learned. They've learned from the last one. They did this right. Uh, they are supposed to at the AMD conference, I believe. That's when specs are going to be talked about. Oh, that's what I was going to say. And what is that, in January? I think that's in January. Yeah. It's either January or February. I think it's January, if I remember Sorry, correctly. Sorry, that's what I was going to say. So like, like, I think, like I said, Randy Pitchford knows it because I'm sure they have dev kits and stuff. But AMD send, did send out a tweet congratulating them on the most powerful console right so or i mean an eight, powerful xbox and they're we'll both see, amds right or but see and that's yeah, both AMDs. and that's yeah. yeah and see but that's the thing what is about custom amds no and I, and I trust phil spencer and i trust xbox and i mean i just want a good console <laughs> yeah. right but they're not saying the world's most powerful console anymore they're saying the power most powerful xbox it's all wording yeah, no, I well, we'll see. We'll see when it all when it all comes oh, out. Oh man! But I do think it's smart Whoa. marketing so far, and I don't think it's a mistake to not have specs. I think if you had specs, if you drop specs too early, and you drop specs in a way where you don't have a chance to explain the technology, right? Like you're saying, I'm using this AMD chip. 
well, you don't explain how you've customized that AMD chip and what that customization makes that chip capable of doing. Yeah. That's a mistake because people are going to try try to tear it apart as... as I like uh, the internet do. does. Like the internet does. Uh, yeah. Anyways, great question, Barb. Thank you very much for writing in. Next question comes from Garbage Grove. By the way, everybody who submitted a question today got in today because it's the last podcast of the year. <laughs> oh, nice. Garbage uh, Garbage Grove writes in and says, Hey, yo, brosives. Got any gaming-related New Year's resolutions? He says, I play mostly single-player games, so I think mine is to try to jump into more multiplayer games. Thanks. P.S. More Jordan Bastard stories, please. <laughs> well, it is Christmas. And in the theme of the holiday that is Christmas, I would like to tell you a story about a man. A man who is a bastard. Bastard Jordan. As my bastard brother, every year at Christmas, we all got stockings. <laughs> all of us. And then those stockings were some good stuff, usually chocolate from Scotland, as my mom is from Scotland. And I remember one year, Jordan got the same chocolate that I got. So I took it from him. <laughs> and he said, Mom, he's taking my candy. And she said, Jordan, he's our firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> you son, uh, you are a bastard. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Learned a life lesson right there, huh? And that was the lesson uh, of Jordan's many fond Christmas memories with bastard <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Poor uh, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> you fight for yourself <laughs> in this family. <laughs> Breaks a uh, cute table stick. Crack. <laughs> We're having tryouts. <laughs> New Year's resolutions for gaming. His is to jump into more multiplayer games. Jordan, you're a goal-setting gamer guy. What is uh, anything that you've thought about for gaming New Year's, New Year's wise? Um, what, would you like, what would you like to do more of? Change with respects to your gaming. I'd like to beat one game a month. Dang, that's ambitious. 12 games. That is ambitious. You're an ambitious man. <laughs> uh, just do like cube lock or something. Yeah. <laughs> One. Yeah, when I'm falling behind. Cube. Oh, I'm my goal. Cubot 2. Look up the shortest games. <laughs> <laughs> Just for like, I'll look up four shortest. That's a good one. One a month. Spicy. Yeah. Spicy. Anything? Uh, anything that you'd like to? Um. So, interestingly, I've been playing a lot of Escape from Tarkov. Oh yeah. yeah. And I don't know how to quantify my my answer. That's okay. That's okay. Um. But playing Escape from Tarkov. Has taught me to be a better first-person shooter. To oh. be honest, oh really? You have to play, and that that game is ruthless. You have to play so tactically. You have to be careful about positioning. I have learned so much from playing that game. Uh, you can ask Jordan. Uh, in our Apex games, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like I've improved a lot because just, of Tarkov. Because yeah. of Tarkov, yeah. I now when I'm in, when I'm engaging people, I'll fire once. Just to get them kind of to look at me and maybe get some, you know, chip damage. But then I'll rotate to another location and they'll still be looking that direction. And uh, then I can take them from the side and then do that again and again. Um, there are things that I'm starting to do and realize um, that are helping me play games like PvP a lot better. Mm. Uh, like Sun Shu. Have you ever read that book? The, oh, it's the, the Art, Art of War. Of War. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to deny the opposing team knowledge and give them false knowledge. I like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's honestly made me a better gamer. And so 
with that, that's been the last month because I've gotten really into Tarkov. And then I play with Jordan pretty much every night, Apex, for an hour or two. And Because i got to do dailies. He's yeah, got to do dailies. He's going through battle passes. And so my goal is to become a better gamer. I like, like that. I want to be better at That's PvP. Yeah, yeah. Very I want nice. I, I like want to win more. And I have. The last week, I have won way more matches. And I feel like I've improved a lot uh, since like last month, right? So I, think, I want that to happen. I think mine is I've never had a game that I'm always into, right? Like everybody has like Jordan has ESO or World of Warcraft. You have Tarkov or, or whatever. Or Overwatch. Overwatch or Hearthstone is yeah. what, right? I don't have that. Uh, I maybe have it in Madden, but really Madden's the second half of the year, and I, I really, up until this year, have never had that. I want one game. I think I think I might make it Destiny. I think that That's might be. One. But just the game that I'm always consistently playing on the side, and then I do these other things. I'm a, I'm a dis- easily distracted kid in a candy shop. Oh, the next shiny thing I'm jumping over. You are. I know that for a fact. Oh, yeah. the next shiny thing I'm jumping over. Uh, and and lately, because of my job situation and stuff, I have been able to play games more consistently. And I've really seen improvement, actually. I have. Okay, I got to tell you, we went over to, I went over to David's work where he had some Xboxes. Yes, I did. Basically, and we we played together. Uh, It was going to be a LAN party, but Jordan chickened out. (sighs) So we had to play from the internet LAN. Yes. Which is the Xbox Live, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, And I played with David, and I was so impressed with how much you've improved. Because we, I haven't played with you consistently while you've been doing, you know, your job, right? Yeah. And I don't mind having you on my team anymore. <laughs> I'll be honest. You are good. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. And, I appreciate that. And I don't mean that to be an insult, but no, it kind of is. No. It's you. I now well, will have before, you. Whenever, like I jump in a game to try it out, but I would never play the game. Right. And particularly with first person shooters, the first person shooters that I played was Wolfenstein and Doom. Like I never like when you guys would play Halo, that would be the first time me jumping in to play Halo in years it's or kind of like have you have you seen the movie first night with uh is it richard Gere? it's like no, a chick flick from the 90s I haven't. I haven't. it's actually an okay it's about king arthur okay okay I and like king arthur. Uh, lancelot and and uh in this story lancelot is some like just random dude okay he's mm-hmm. like a he's a he's a performer a sword fighter performer mm-hmm. and he saves uh guinevere I like Guinevere. Okay. Yeah, Guinevere. I used to live on Guinevere Lane. Uh, I, re- I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so King Arthur knights him. And all the other knights of the round table are like, oh, who the heck is this guy? But then they see him in battle. <laughs> you know? And they're just impressed. And he goes, like, he holds the line by himself. And then that respect that all the other knights, they, they give him a sword. They pat him on the back. They say, brother to brother, yours in life and death. Yes, yes, yes. You used to be just some random dude that I played with. random dude that no one knew. Then I saw you in battle. And uh, I developed a... Healthy respect. A healthy respect for the man that held the the line. You guys want to know, you think like, oh, I'm no good at first-person shooters? That was me, because really, I've not played first-person shooters in any kind of... Put any hours into it since I was single in college and even before that, right? Like... But I've played consistently over the last three months games like Halo, Apex, Fortnite, which is a third-person shooter, but still shooter genre. Yeah. Uh, 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 Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six is one that I think really game. improves your talent because it's way very tac- tactical. Yeah, I, I believe in the same way that Tarkov is yeah. improving how, how I'm doing yeah. it, right? And, I th- and so I think those just combined. But it's because playing consistently... 
couple hours a day, you just get you just you just get better, right? Like I just think the way that you think, the way that you move, you're not timid. I think it's just yeah. It's just I was impressed, uh, brother to brother, thank yours in life and you. death. You are Richard Gear, because <laughs> really the only game I played like that competitively has always ever been Madden. Yeah, since since, since I was you know single. Yeah, well, but, good job. Yeah. Oh, thank you, you won the heart of Guinevere. Thank you very much. Uh, but anyways, uh, my goal my goal is to get into a consistent game where like I know everything about that game. I'm really involved, and I think Destiny, like Minecraft. Destiny, like Minecraft. Yeah, you, know, you do you know go. a lot about Minecraft. I do know a lot yeah, about yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. playing it, baby. <laughs> I'm always playing Minecraft. Great question, uh, Garbage Grove. Thank you very much for jumping or for for the question. Appreciate it. Bareback Slayer writes in and says, "As the year winds down, I feel like this turned out to be a very surprising year of gaming for being at the cusp of a new console. There were a lot of great games that I did not expect. What was your biggest surprise of the year?" That you were not expecting. I'm going to go ahead and just nail this for yeah. me. I've already mentioned it many times throughout the show. Apex I came out of nowhere. One, yeah. Came yeah. out of nowhere. It is. It was almost took, my game of the year. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah. yeah. Even like it took like even big streamers were like, where did this game come from? They just uh, basically yeah, just like came like, out of nowhere. Yeah. They're like, hey, here's a game. I think I that know. that was probably the most. I'm gonna su- go get some groceries. It probably the most successful and the most surprising. I mean, Dauntless was kind of a nice surprise after we yeah. played uh, Monster Hunter and kind of like, got like into Dauntless for a little while, Hunter. right? Yeah, but uh, I think Apex. I think you're right. Uh, and Apex, no yeah. other game that I know of just didn't care about a release date. I mean, maybe they cared, but they sure acted like they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is something we worked out in the conference room fully last fleshed. week. It's not in a beta. Just play it. I'm going to go get some lunch. It's like, okay, well, thanks. And then you play it, and the the gunplay is so good. To have, like, a, a Battle Royales up to that point besides Fortnite. I mean, let's just take the first-person shooter. Like, you have PUBG, and you have, um, I mean, even before that, H1Z. I mean, we had an interesting how Battle Royale came about. Uh, you had H1Z1. You had Arma mods, right? Battle Royale up to Apex. Mm-hmm. I really feel were just experiments yeah. but apex made it clean and forced other games to get cleaner and they did things that makes sense different that worked like threes right? i mean there's yeah there are still issues but it is not issues like you'd expect like i mean it's just like there's i mean i think it's just balancing issues and stuff like that but i'm just saying that game was so polished for just being like a weekend eh I'm done with this. Just yeah. play it. Yeah. No, it's true. Uh, I think a big one uh, Cooper mentioned, which was a surprise and just came out of left field, was Forza's Battle Royale. Like, yeah. make, speaking of Battle Royale, it's putting a Battle Royale in a, in a car game, and it is legitimately fun. It's not gimmicky because you see those things, you're like, ah, gimmicky, and it, and it's really not gimmicky. Uh, a, a big surprise for me, uh, I think pleasant surprise is all of the because at my core what I really like what I grew up playing is strategy real-time strategy turn-based strategy and the amount of of those types of games that made their way to console this 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 year yeah you had Stellaris which is grand strategy oh I love that game you had war groove you've got civilization six that is here um, and you've got a couple others planet fall planet fall well, which is okay I've Actually, was pleasantly disappointed in pleasant. Oh. Pleasantly disappointed. <laughs> they did some. I stuff was so happy about not enjoying they, myself. No, they, they did some stuff that was right, but they got lost in this. I would rather be in this hybrid where 
Civilization is does it better that mode. XCOM does the battle mode better, and so they were kind of stuck in no man's land. They tried to hybrid the two, and I think it was a really good effort. And it's a good base that I think if they if they tweak some stuff and do number two, yeah, Planetfall two is gonna rock. They could rock it right, like because it wasn't boring, it wasn't unfun, it just wasn't as fun as those other when you games. Have the other when ones, when yeah. you have the other games there. Anyways, I just I I really like those games. Uh, I really like that genre of game, and I'm very excited that they're coming to console in the way that they're coming. And I'm I'm excited for the future of that. So that was a good good surprise for me, Jordan. For you, you say Apex as Apex, well. Apex, yeah, Apex as well. I mean, well, it's very rare to have a release like Apex released. Yeah, like honestly, I like I don't I could only imagine. The developers releasing it the way that they did and how nerve-wracking that could have been like they didn't give any any you know maybe that was to their advantage well it, it <laughs> yeah. totally worked it, it had never really been done that way before they just released it and then what are the i think they had a couple uh, streamers play it and then it just t- took off because i mean that's how you do a game right but it was already released i don't know that just must have been nerve-wracking to be like well uh why don't we just let? Why don't we just hit the switch and let people download it and play it? You know. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. It's crazy, crazy. Great question, Bearback Slayer. Thank you very much for writing in. Bridge City Gamer writes in and says Star Wars is everywhere and set to break off box office records. Jedi Fallen Fallen Order is a huge success. The Star Wars franchise is at a huge fever pitch. Has EA made the largest? And I think he means like like how Homer like dope. Oh, dope. Yeah. Uh, moment in gaming history. So the biggest mistake in gaming history with Battlefront 2 where... And here's the thing. Battlefront 2 is a good game. Yeah. It's a fun game. We yeah, played it not too long ago. They just... Well, every so what's frittered, the, frittered away that opportunity. Everything that everybody hates about Battlefront 2 was fixed before the game officially released. Yeah. and uh, Yeah. <clears throat> is James here? There yeah. he is. Yeah. I actually think a lot of it was Disney's fault. <laughs> Jordan has No, I really do. I have I yeah. have a uh, sorry that was being yeah, sure. He's yeah. got good valid reasons for this one. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually I actually do think uh Disney was a bigger part of that than we think and I think EA took a lot of it. Um I do They took all of it. Yeah. No one nobody yeah. like they took all can't of it. be Disney. They're not a um, game publisher. The only reason I think that and this is just a conspiracy theory is because Dice is the creator of it. Um if you look at loot boxes in Battlefield Four and uh, Battlefield One, they're actually really not that bad. They are there, but they're not as bad as they were. It definitely wasn't pay to win. Um, the only difference between, if you look at Battlefront One, the loot boxes weren't that bad. Mm. Uh, and then you look at Battlefront Two, uh, the only difference between Battlefront and the Battlefield series is Disney's involved with Star Wars and not involved. So you with think Disney? Because not, okay. not putting dice on a pedestal. To put, to I put think this in context, to put this in context, Battlefield Two, uh, basically, and I think the question um, from Bridge City Gamer is: Is it the biggest anticlimactic? Did they did they waste an opportunity there with all well, the I, I with mean, all the hype around Star Wars? Obviously, your launch does put a bad taste in people's mouth. Um, I think they took a lot more flack than they needed to. So sorry for context for those of you that that don't remember or maybe just, uh, just have never heard of this Battle Battlefront Two before it came out when it was beta in it, beta mode. Well, you yeah, had your ten day free trial. It was the, access. yeah the ten hours. Oh yeah, it had in it uh, essentially pay to win, pay to win loot boxes. Basically, when yeah. the game officially launched, those pay to win loot boxes were, we're not suspended. There. Now Jordan, Jordan Jordan thinks that because Dice was involved and Dice doesn't have that in any of their other games in that way. 
that Disney was pushing. Yeah, next. yeah, because Dice does have loot boxes in four and Battlefield one, um, and, that and they do have it in Battlefield five too. But and they're that not as kill, bad. Killed the launch of the game mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it is a very good game and it's a beautiful game. And then, given my opinions on what Disney is doing with the Star Wars franchise, anyway. Um, I think I think they were more involved than we think. And also, I do think EA took a lot of unnecessary flack because they came out with that mode, people didn't like it, and they fixed it. Before, yeah. before the, ori- the initial launch. Yeah. Now, that being said, that mode was so in place and in their system that... They had to disable it. They disabled it, and that kind of made star cards and stuff a little wonky and weird for a while, but they did come you back You won't find an months. answer. You won't find an answer to it. Oh yeah, there, there. James is my yeah. James is trying to the stuff guy is trying yeah, to find an answer to that question. Yeah, How definitely. much involvement I, did Disney have? Have you have seen in that? EA? You showed me that South Park episode where the Mickey comes in and you know <laughs> we, people don't see that side, right? You know that's that's yeah, all kept so under wraps. Right? Yeah, yeah yes, Mickey Mr. on Mouse. South Park is hilarious. No. Yes, Mr. Mouse. Yeah, but no, I mean, you, I just just think about it. Do you think it's a huge wasted opportunity? You don't have your chastity rings. Oh man. Yeah. South I think, Park does a good job yeah, at Mickey. I think it was unfortunate. Yeah. Right? No, I agree. Um, I think the game is still fun. It's super fun. I think there's other issues in the game that need to be looked at rather than that stuff Yeah, as the game sits right now. But, um, yeah. I mean, J- uh, you Sp- can always say at least they didn't go with the don't buy my game sales <laughs> pitch, right? Like <laughs> they did with their other one. Yeah. So, but... Spicy, uh, you, think, uh, you think it's one of, with given the... The shine that is Star Wars, the hyper fever pitch that it's that Battlefront Two was a missed opportunity. Well, yeah, and if we're comparing, basically, what's happening? The question I think is related to how, which game has been overhyped and which game gave us something that we weren't wanting, right? I mean, it's kind yeah. of the same thing, and that was to have us pay sixty dollars and then have a free to play model. Yeah. That's what happened. That was the launch of the game. That's what happened. And that's totally, that is not a developer. I feel, in my opinion, that's not a developer decision. That's a boardroom upstairs that's a, decision. That's a so that's decision. an EA decision, that's, not a yeah, DICE decision, right? That's a decision where how do we make more money than just. Now, my theory is. How does the mouse make my, more money for yeah, us? Yeah. My theory is in that EA boardroom, there was a couple mice in there, you know, <laughs> saying, hey, from, from hey, the, uh, you want, we'll, we'll walk across the street to Ubisoft. You get this done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, if you look Nikki's at it... not going to send you a present. <laughs> Guys, if, if, if you look at it, EA, EA also produces uh, uh, Respawn, who makes fantastic games. Well, but right? Respawn has FU power. Like, I... No, they but do. I mean, like, And, I mean, at, go, at the point... Okay. No. <laughs> well, and, okay. And, and I think they just unplug their phones and just don't even care. <laughs> well, and I think the problem is, is you've got... Respawn is Respawn, and it's the guys that have done Respawn, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And they can just say, okay, we'll just quit, and they'll go start another no. company. I think they have clout that just, yeah. all right, um, block but any I mean, IP emails. You don't, you don't think, but... Any emails from this IP address. <laughs> no, 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 but so okay. I, no, I, I agree with you. I think Respawn has clout. Um, at the time they were given the the Star Wars franchise, I don't think they were actually fully acquired by EA. EA was just the production people, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were still very new, right? Uh, they had a huge hit with Titanfall and, of course, their pedigree of working on the Modern Warfare series. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me that DICE isn't, doesn't have clout with the EA's probably number one selling franchise? Yeah, but DICE is European. Yeah. That's a, that's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. All right, he said figured it. it out. He said it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know what DICE does? 
They are the only, and I'm going to say it just like it is. They're the only studio that bends me over and makes me enjoy their stuff anyway at the they, same time. They like, rape you. They, yeah, and then, they like, rape it's the you only way to it. explain it. They, like, they make decisions where it hurts you so bad, yet but you're I'm still, still so yeah, good. Yeah, yet you're still this enjoying terrible. Like, their product. For more pain. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible yeah. turn of events. Uh, Give it why. What, 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 is the, what is the latest example of well, this? Well, like, for example. Okay, I want the example. For example, let's let's jump Pistar in. Pistar says that's just how dice rolls, baby. Yeah, no, it is. That's, I, I just don't know how they do it. Uh, they're either geniuses or... Go, give me an yeah. example. So, for example, uh, Battlefield Five, uh, Wake Pacific, the entire Pacific Theater, uh, yep. Pacific Storm map, uh, Wake Island, and I- Iwo Jima, all fantastic maps. Fantastic. I think it's one of the some of the funnest maps. Super I'm really, fun. I'm really having a ton of fun in the Pacific. Blast. Um, my guns on my assault class will not unlock. It's a bug, and it's been a bug that's been there for like a year and a half that they're working on. They're drunken master. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 I just they don't know combat. And it, and like they're it hurts drunk, and they still get the job done. And the thing is, is like it hurts so bad because I really wanted one of those guns at like level twenty or something like that. Like, and it, like I'm physically mad and in pain, yet I'm having fun. <laughs> so I go to the next round. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. no, I know. That's the best way I can explain it. They simultaneously bend me over and give me candy all at the same time. <laughs> carrot, yeah. That's yeah, a terrible graphic. And well, that's how it you. needs to be explained. And I hope someone from Dice is listening because because you're raping me, <laughs> but me, I'm smiling. Let me get you a consultation with Doctor Cahoney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay? Uh, I think it could help you. And I bet you everybody in chat or that listens to our podcast that plays Battlefield Five can say, "Yep." Yep, because they're like, yeah, I had so much fun last night, but then they did this. <laughs> yep. Uh, great question. Thank you very much, Bridge City Gamer. Psychotic writes in and says, "Hey guys, I'm so thankful to have you guys around. You've made a big impact on my life and helped me out of a tough, tough spot. The community love and support has been amazing, and I can only imagine what it will be like in 2020." Well, thank you very much, Psychotic. Uh, that means a lot to us. We appreciate it uh, and, and agreed. The community is amazing here. My question tonight is simple. Have you started currently watching or finished Witcher on Netflix? Have a great rest of 2019 and Merry Christmas to everyone. Tonight when I get right. Home. It came out. Witcher yeah. is yeah. here. I didn't realize it was the 20th. That's what we were talking about before the show. But so for everyone that's listening now, if you are on our Patreon, you can go to or if you're a patron of patron. our show. You can watch the before and after of the show. Yeah. We put we posted on Patreon. We talked about this before the show, uh, oh pretty gosh. extensively. We a conversation, about how I didn't a conversation in which Jim we, was a part of. I was you were, totally. I was. You involved. were talking about it, but I kept talking about the Netflix trailer. <laughs> oh, because we thought we were talking about like how the show and <laughs> the books are comparing. I have no idea. I didn't realize we were talking about. That. That's funny. I'm so excited. That All right. Made well, me we don't so know. Happy. The stuff guy's an idiot. I I'm, have seen I'm out of here. I have. <laughs> see you later, guys. I'm I about to I've go not watch. seen it yet. I have seen nothing. But I'll tell you what. This is the power. Netflix has to be making this stuff to keep me there because I currently don't have. As of today, I do not have Netflix because Disney Plus came out. I jumped to Disney Plus. I can't have all these subscription services, so I jumped out of Netflix. I will be purchasing Netflix to watch The Witcher. They need that content, and and I don't see they don't have enough for me to to not have Disney. And Disney has a lot to keep me there, especially as someone with kids. They need that to keep to keep me there. But they do got the Witcher. They got the Witcher. You don't have a family member that lets you sign on. I do. I do too. Yeah. His name's Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I have a special picture of I, it. Says, 
James. <laughs> yeah. Well, me so and Jordan, great. me and Jordan shared Netflix. Yeah, but I Jordan, canceled. Jordan mine. canceled yeah, it. And we're, well, we're and I think they know you, Jordan, since you had fifteen fake emails. Yeah, they're not. They're not <laughs> Jordan's, fans of mine. Jordan's on their <laughs> blacklist. That story. That's, that's hilarious. Awesome. Uh, yeah, well, have you heard you do the no, it's, free trial? Yeah, no. Well, it's Netflix's it? fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if no, it's in so the game, Netflix, exploit it. Netflix asked me to screw that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So what had happened? What had happened was, is back in the day when Netflix was first starting, not not when they just did the mail, like when they were actually like starting to get first into streaming and stuff like that. You could sign up for a month free trial. And what you would do is they required an email and a credit card, but for some reason they didn't keep your credit card on file or they didn't track it properly. <laughs> uh, and all you had to do was just make up a new... So at your end of the free trial, you just cancel. Yeah. And then you just make up a new email. So mine was <laughs> netflix1 at gmail.com, <laughs> right? And then at netflix2 That's at gmail.com, awesome. netflix3. And, 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 and not thinking I would just use the same credit card over and over again yeah. because... They didn't, oh, for worked. some reason, they didn't like, oh, this credit card's attached to another account. Don't let them do that, right? <laughs> so one month, I got charged $5. This is back when it was $5, right? Mm-hmm. So I got charged $5, right? And I was like, oh, what the heck? So I decided to call them. Back when they had customer support, <laughs> yeah. right? So this yeah. is, you could tell this was a long time ago. I can uh, guarantee you, I can guarantee you, if this was a mall, they'd have a picture of him <laughs> yeah. on the wall and say, do not sell to this man. So, theft on the top. So I, I called the, it was a really nice lady that answered the phone. I said, hey, I just signed up for a free trial and I got charged $5. You know, <laughs> what's good? Yeah, I was, I was just wondering what's going on, and she was really nice, and she was like, "Oh, that's no, I, 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 you know, sometimes that happens. Let me take a look at the account. I'll get everything sorted out for you. I'll just be right back, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she put me on hold, and then she came back, and her entire tone had changed. <laughs> but she said, "She said, sir, this account has been, or we've seen that this credit card has been attached to." I think it was nine different accounts. Thirty-five. <laughs> she was like nine. Yeah, she was like nine different accounts. You will not be receiving a free trial, and we will not be refunding you the five dollars. You a hole. Yeah. <laughs> no, and at that point, I was just like, "Oh, okay, thanks." So, yeah, what are you doing? Oh, all right, all right. oh, you found me. I don't know how they found me. It's yeah. the Libyans. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay, thanks." And then You'll I hung up, and alive. I just and I've actually had that Netflix account for a while. But no, I got nine free months of Netflix before they decided to. That's I awesome. think they were going to go out of business, and someone like had the idea, like, "Hey, maybe we should start tracking." Maybe, the we, should check. maybe we should check this credit card that's oh, completely that's tanking awesome. our company. Yeah. So, no, yeah, and I come on, I'm not the only one that did that. Jordan, just so you know, Jordan's the kind of guy when we were start. I think it was our first year or second year. Um, we would do giveaways for like, <laughs> for like our listeners, and Jordan would put his own name in the giveaway. Good we gave away good stuff. Yeah, good for Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like this is how he rolls. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so I got funny. I got nine free months of Netflix. And to I be honest with you, you know, like <laughs> I mean, it's not something I'm gonna like encourage people to do, but I don't feel bad because I mean, you got to think of these kind of things. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like as, ne- yeah, as Netflix, how did I would have thought of that? You know, obviously, <laughs> oh, that's right? So, funny. so, but anyway, they that's should, my uh, company should hire you to like, should, like plug hey, the holes. How would uh, how would you steal from us? That's how I would do. <laughs> oh, let me Netflix one. Yeah, <laughs> you can make a lot of money consulting. After the I show, wonder if I'll I can still log into those Gmail accounts. There's nine different ones. <laughs> Netflix one. I bet you I have a lot two, of yeah. Three. So oh, I think I like yeah. So anyway, um, I should actually see if Disney Plus is that smart. Maybe I should cancel before. <laughs> you don't want to mess with the mouse. I'm you ready. do not, not want to mess with the mouse. The mouse will win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the mouse. Trust Try me. Uh, right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, you are you're in trouble. No, yeah, so Netflix uh, was a good time. And no, I yeah, so I had that account for a while. So, but it, it, no, actually I really don't feel bad at all cuz they kept jacking up their price like every 2 months. Well, Remember, I wonder yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, to answer your question, to answer your question psychotic, I don't think any of us have have watched it yet. No, no, I'm watching the first episode tonight. Yeah, that's very yeah, me exciting. Too. Right? Maybe a cheeseburger. I, I have know. seen nothing but I'm good excited. stuff uh, so far as well f- from it. So very, ex- very exciting. However, if this is going through the books, I just finished the first book, Blood Elves. I'm on the second book. I don't remember the name of the second book, but I just started it yesterday. Do I? Should I go through those first and then watch it? I, I just don't want... I'm enjoying... By the way... I'm very impressed by the books. Very yeah, impressed. Yeah. 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 Me too. I, what, what blew me away, and what I was worried about, is since he's Polish, and I know that it was translated over, like it was written in Polish, and then uh, translated you know, to English, I was worried like, oh, it's not going to be good. Oh, no, I was thinking the same thing. It's very no, well written. The story's going to suck. If it's in a different language, well, yeah, no, but, but no, no, but but when you read, disconnect of, but when you read a, a book, language. yeah, like like I was thinking the same sentence thing. structure, the way stuff is put together, it, sometimes you know, it's just not going to be as good. For instance, uh, Vlad from Russia can't mimic Shakespeare, right? Because there's just two different languages. Even though he might be Shakespeare in his own country, it's just hard to do. Vlad, uh, Vlad. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, okay. He's uh, but I, w- he's I was just, a great. He loves his books. I was just blown away. I'm I'm just blown away by it. It's very good writing. Very good writing. Uh, I agree. So hold on, I do have a question. So you're on the first book, Blood Elves, which I know timeline wise, yeah, t- or timeline wise, is the first one. Where does the last one? Because that's the only one I've read. It's the Last Witch, which is the short stories. When does that one come into play? That happens. So after those are all prequels. Those are all before. Those are all you, prequels. Yeah, those are all before. You actually so learn you actually about but start- the storyline of the Last Wish. Is that what you're asking? Because yeah, there's a when- storyline, and he's having flashbacks. That's yeah, what yeah, the yeah, Last yeah. Wish is. There's an actual storyline where he's at. He's he's being healed. At the temple, uh-huh. can I? Should I? Oh I yeah, should no, go ahead. Uh, well, I can put on elevator. Well, music. wait, but I've not, I've not read those either. So let's just not talk about it. Okay. okay. Yeah, but but the, when's that time, Mark? Okay, I'm gonna turn that off. When's the time? When is? The, well, honestly, I got. I have to out. have all the stories in front of me to tell you. I, okay. I, yeah. I, I read yeah. them like two years ago, so yeah. Yeah. everything's all jumbled. Mm-hmm. But but there are a lot. I mean, the short stories are great. Some of those short yeah. stories are some so of so good. Yeah, they're so good. So D- good. Dandelions. Well, stories. What's got, cool yeah, is I when you play the him. game you with got, Dandelion. So you, yeah, we were talking about it. I didn't know him. I know him now. now. The, with his like girlfriend, like did you, or his sweetheart or whatever? Which, like, Dandelion has a sweetheart. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. I okay, there, wait till you get to that. that wait till you get to that one. That, that was, story is sad. Oh, so I just finished the Blood Elves. Sorry, Jordan. Time of Contempt is now what I'm on. That's number two. So where's the last wish? So then Baptism of Fire is book three. Tower of Swallows is book four. <laughs> then the last the last wish. That's going to be a good one. The last wish is pre, is all prequel stuff. But timeline, though. Then there's Lady of the Lake. That is book five. The <laughs> oh, family show. <laughs> yeah, because Jordan. Jordan's Jordan terrible. Did, Jordan. How old are you, Jordan? You're worse than David. <laughs> yeah, that one's bad, Jordan. That one, you had to stretch for that one. At least mine are obvious. <laughs> Come on, man. No, that one was like that one made me blush. Like, oh my gosh! Oh, that, was, on. that story is gonna be a good one. <laughs> uh, for those of you that want to know, Jordan's talking about the book. No, the no, don't, 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 book no, 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 Tower no, no, of Swallows. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why would you title it? Okay, keep going, keep going. Because the birds swallow. A swallow is a bird. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, okay. Birds are a big part of the magic that is <laughs> oh, yeah, Witcher. Yeah, 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 no, I know. Okay. Okay. Anyways, and then and then the last wish. You know what? We voted. You're off the show. Is there an opening on the main? On the main? <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> We're gonna put James in here. <laughs> uh, so it precedes all of the stories in the Last Wish. This is from Wikipedia. Preceding the main Witcher saga. Okay, so they are all okay prequels. Yeah. So there you well, go. To answer your question. Okay, I'm still kind of confused, but I'm excited to see the movie or the show. No, I am too. So I actually think the proper way to read it is <laughs> book one on, and then go back to the Last Wish. Like I think that that would. What, what is I'm at laughing at Beast's beast comment. We're being derailed from the conversation by chat. Keep focus. Focus. <laughs> I had to show I derailed it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, guys. This is, this is the last show of the year. This is what happens. We've had eggnog. All right. That's what happens. Great question, though, Psychotic. We're all very excited. We're all very excited for it. Uh, AOG Wardog writes in and says, Hey, bros, as the year is coming to a close, very fast, he says, There were many great games that released this year. My question, watch out. What out of this year's releases did you absolutely enjoy the most? And what out of last year's religious rele- what out of last year's releases got the biggest improvements in your opinions? Mm, interesting. He says, I just want to say this is the best community I have found, and you guys have done an outstanding job to get where you are today. Keep up the great work and see you guys next year. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. Thank, Thank you. you very much. AOG. So let's let, we already talked about kind of our game of the years yeah. and games that we enjoyed. Let's let's go over any games last year that you think got big improvements this year. Um I think Destiny. Destiny too. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. that for me, jumping back into that, it is completely different. Uh, and in in all of in all of the good ways, right? Yeah, Not yeah. In, none, in none of the bad ways. Just they've really done a good job of continually to su- continually supporting that and bringing that back. I also think Halo Halo Master Chief Collection, yep, obviously has improved with more options there. We did have a community play there, and that was the a lot of fun. Servers are up and running and were running efficiently. They work. They work. <laughs> they definitely work. And so I think that that I think another one that you can you can include is the Call of Duty series as a whole. Yeah. That has mm-hmm. has kind of had some tarnish removed, and it's nice, bright, and shiny, and on everyone's list. Games that have improved, though, for you, Jordan. Any 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 ones you want to add to that? Oh, from last I don't know. Year I, mean, to I, this year. I would even say Battlefield Five. Oh from yeah, their launch of not so good. Don't buy us. Yeah. yeah. To uh, to now, even now with even though the new patch is still into effect, they did put a hot fix in, which I still don't think fixed too many things. But uh, just, I mean. Adding that Pacific Theater was fantastic. The new weapons, the new guns, if you can unlock them, right? Um, it's really fun. I mean, you played. You had a blast on Wake Up, oh, right? I mean, that was Dude, just, Wake Up. Spicy, have you jumped into that There's yet? still... No. Oh, no, my no, God. I have. Yeah, you sniped yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so fun. I will say... No, yes, I have. I will say, I think Breakthrough <laughs> is their best mode. I actually wouldn't mind if they just got rid of Conquest altogether. I think Conquest... I think Conquest depends on your map. Yeah, you granted, know, like, I've not played like the original Battlefield maps, and I when I do see highlights of Conquest and people playing those the most, it is on those original Battlefield Five maps that they're playing that, and that makes that makes sense. The island situation, the Pacific situation, you know, the Pacific War, just complements Breakthrough the best. One team's on attack, one team's on defense. Just stop like in real life, and it is it when you're playing that in that mode. It blows my mind. It is so good. The stuff that is happening around... It is so such a good game. It is such a good game. It is obvious when you're streaming it. 
people, I was streaming this game and people were like, I've never seen this. This looks amazing. The sound comes through. The intensity comes through. So much is happening around you and you're just in awe. You're just like, oh. Yeah. One point I'm running. Wake Island. There's bridges, right? And I'm running. I'm going to my point. I'm like, got to protect my teammates. I'm healing people on the ground because I'm a medic and I'm a badass medic, by the way. I'm like top Top I don't three. know who that guy is, but he is top one three. tough badass. Yes, and I'm healing up people, blah, blah, blah. And while I'm running, an explosion, boom, above my head. And then I hear, <laughs> and right in front of me, a plane crashes. And the way it splits in half and the propeller's going and a body flies out. And I'm just running. <laughs> I got to get to my point. And bullets are flying past me. It's the same experience. Battlefield has not been able to recapture the experience I had in Battlefield 1. 1942? No, the first Battlefield where I was sitting there and I distinctly oh. remember trees falling all around me. Are you talking about Bad Company? Yeah, bad Company. Bad Company. That's because I was shooting company. them down. Yeah. And trees, <laughs> yeah. trees yeah. falling yeah. all around me and it was just like, oh my goodness. They recaptured that in yeah. Pacific War with Battlefield 5. And I experienced. Uh, it's it's just it's it's an experience unlike any other game. They did a it really good job. It really is. It really is. in this specific theater, like ah, but when that plane and the the sound, I can hear. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm running. People, things are oh, just so cool. They no one else does that better. That that game mode just fabulous. Spicy. Any games that you've seen that improved? That has improved since oh, last yeah. year. Oh yeah, I've been playing it for the last month and a half. Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov. Oh, nah. They came out with their .12 patch or release. They changed a whole bunch of things. They added a hideout. Um, the whole game is feels new. It's still as terrifying as ever. It's the only game where nothing is happening and your butt is clenched the entire time. Oh, I like love that those game. Games. Have you played Tarkov? Yeah, I played it uh, yeah, with, with you us. Yeah, yeah, you bought it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I you think you gifted it, it to me. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, now's a good time to get back into it because it is, they added a lot to it with mm, this okay. new patch. A lot of cool stuff. So, do you think that's the future iteration of Battle Royale? No. Well, I mean, Battle Royale it sort this, of came off of, um, because it's this risk reward that they've added in that no, yeah, really sets it apart. It was a, sur- it was a survival game. What was that? Is it Day Z? That's the one. So Battle Royale is kind of related to Daisy in a certain aspect, and that's what Tarkov, is, I mean... Is double downing on that game? Yeah, over. it is survival. You have to worry about hydration. You have to worry about food. You have to worry about your loot and your, well, your loadout. Like in Daisy, when you would spawn, you would have nothing. You had to loot for food. You had to loot for guns, gear. And if you died, you lost everything, right? Mm. Tarkov is the same way. Except they allow you to keep what you looted and go live your life in real life. Go get a job or go to to your job, go on a date, go to a movie, come back. You still have your loot. But if you bring that back into the arena, it's up for grabs, right? So it's very related to Daisy and Battle Royale has has a lot of um, kind of roots, roots when it comes to that style of survival. That's kind of where it came from with. Player unknowns, uh, you know, mod for Arma Two, um, but and DayZ was actually a mod on Arma yeah. as well, right? So they're related, but this is hardcore, much more hardcore, much more hard. It's survival, and you have to worry about all that stuff. What's really cool is they added a hideout that you have to spend your loot that you're trying to keep 
to improve your hideout so your hideout can you have to for example get a generator you have to get lights you have to get um, you can have a med table because what's what they added to this patch is now when you die your guy is almost dead and so you have to add bandages to heal up before you go back out like it is a really cool how they're starting to do is, that. Is is attack? Uh, what, um, sorry, is Tarkov? Wait, what is the name of the full name? Escape, of the game? Escape, Escape from Tarkov. Is Escape from Tarkov? What the Dark Zone in Division is trying to it's be? It's very Dark Zone took a lot yeah. of um, inspiration from that style of game. Yeah, because that it sounds that's like exactly what exactly Dark what Zone tried to Dark be. Dark Zone is trying as trying they to tried be. to arcade that a little yeah. bit. So yeah, so the Division's Dark Zone. It is an arcade style of that, but this there's is much more punishing. There's risk reward. You've got yeah. hideouts, to, you know, stuff like that. Like that's cool. That's so, really cool. and they they came out the patch like two months ago, a month and a half ago, and I'm still playing it, and it is really good. <laughs> yeah, like Escape Very from cool. Tarkov. It's a PC game, so you you honestly can't put a game like that on a console, just because it's like a simulator hardcore. You have buttons. To check your magazines. You use the entire keyboard. You use the entire keyboard. And when you reload, um, let's say you burned a magazine. You burned both your magazines that you had to bring in, right? You had to bring in your gun. You had to bring in. You have to load, click, click, <laughs> click. Every, if you had ammo. And it's noisy. So yeah. everyone can hear you clicking that those in. That is hilarious. Well, and one of the cool reload things is you can quick reload or you can... So you can quickly reload and drop your mag on the ground and put another mag in, or you can take that mag out, put it in your, put pocket, in your pocket, and grab the next one so you don't have to go back and pick it up. Right? Like, There's a lot of really can, crazy things you can do. You can game. only access your magazines if you put them on your vest, tactical belt. Tactical yeah, belt. Yeah. If you put them in your backpack that you had to bring, by the way, yeah, and you could lose your backpack, backpack. You, had to, you have to take that off and put that on your tactical belt to use that gear. Or yeah. your pocket. And every time you go into your inventory, you make noise. It's absolutely fascinating. If you guys are interested in that game, be prepared to be pissed and happy all at once. It'll just end it. Yeah, that game hurts you and makes you smile at the same time. Great question. Thank you very much, AOG. Our last question comes from Barbara Blake himself. He says, all right, fellas, I have a few quick questions for you. Number one, what game was the biggest surprise for you? We've gone over that, so we won't answer Apex. that question. Yeah. Uh, Apex? Number yeah. two, what game was the biggest disappointment? And number three, what game did you think you played, but it ended up in your backlog? I have to look at oh, the list. Backlog is definitely Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, which okay. is still backlog there. for me is yeah. control. Control, mm, that's mine too. Control yeah, that I thought I'd jump into. It had that very superhero in infamous feel to it and then uh you know yeah i just I, never played it i'm trying to look disappoint the disappointment forza horizon 4 was a pretty yeah. big disappointment yeah, okay. for I can me see because that, yeah. forza horizon 3 was so good dauntless and, and no go, i really like dauntless, and going though. back going back yeah. and playing that because i've been playing that a lot lately it's really not as as bad as bad as i thought it was it's just these little decisions that that are so annoying for instance, making you play through every season before you can even jump in and play multiplayer. Yeah. And when a game first launches, that's a big deal in order to play with your especially friends. Five hours of game. Especially an online car game. Yeah. Just and then and then <laughs> the seasons, having the seasons last a week long, having and and forcing you to to drive in these different seasons so that if you're trying to get achievements and stuff, you've got to wait a week, two yeah. weeks before you can jump back in. You know, if, if your season is if your achievements t- attached to that season, getting rid of 
the club, how the clubs work and how you earn points with the clubs, tying it to sparks on Mixer, which in, in I can see all of these things that they did in theory as an idea on a piece of paper sound fantastic tying it like, oh, what if people get sparks by watching it? This will encourage people to watch our game in real world. It broke it. It yeah. broke what what they did. So right. Having said that. When you go back and play the game, it's Forza still is the best driving game out there, mm. period. Uh, and it's still a lot of fun. So it's unfortunate that it tarnishes the game because of these these almost bureaucratic decisions that were made. And on again, on paper, sounds like a great idea, but just was a very big disappointment. And because we were as Especially a community, with the streaming. we were very excited about the club and, and going against other clubs. And it was broke from day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So that's my that's my biggest disappointment. Especially, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. Same. There Jordan. was Anthem. <laughs> oh yeah. That's yeah. gonna be on a lot of people's list because yeah, Anthem I know. was well, so hyped. Just, well, and I, and don't get me wrong. The, I think the core game, like I had fun with Anthem. Like it was fun. The core gameplay was a good time. I enjoyed it. I went through the story, which potentially could be interesting. The gameplay was fun. The the dungeons were fun. The boss, you know, it, it's really fun. But it was. A shell of a game. Here's right? Fitzy. Fitzy, I think, summarizes it the best. Anthem was still fun, just Endgame was garbage. Yeah. And when your whole point of your game is to get to Endgame. Yeah. And I do I do hope they stick with it and do the rumors of Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next or whatever you want to call I it. I think they take... I think they, Honestly, the gameplay and the core was I mean, really it's what well everyone is, was so stoked about. Mm-hmm. It, it just feels like it was... I think you take show. a model from... Um, Destiny. I mean, I think and just continue and continually improve. They right? were trying. I mean, I'm sure they were trying to be kind of Destiny. Right? Well, no, no, but like when you look at Destiny One, it had a lot of criticisms and stuff. But yeah, but see, that's a different model because still, it was the most played game. Like everyone played that game always. They still Destiny did something from the beginning well, at its core correctly. There's a lot of little things in Anthem that I added up, like the bazillion load screens to go get to your friends right the having to wait for your loot till the end of the mission which is again behind two or three load screens that took forever by the way we're not talking short load screens right um the fact that there was no end game uh the fact that the end game was just repeating your story missions on a harder mode uh the fact that there was only three dungeons to me that that hit me because like i said i i liked the game i had fun it's actually still on my box because who doesn't like to fly around every once in a while in an iron Iron man Man suit suit, right um but having three core dungeons in a fully fleshed out game, I mean, I felt from an MMO perspective, yeah. or a, even a even Destiny had more than that, right? I mean, yeah. I just felt that was kind of weak, right? It just it to me, it felt like the shell of a great game, and like it had all just, this potential, and they, did, just, yeah. they just didn't bring it together to make it as good as it could be. Well, that's the that's what's hard about it is because like I did have fun playing, and it. yet it's still fun to play. It, yeah. Isn't that interesting? It's kind of similar of what my disappointment for Forza Horizon Four was. Is it still a blast to play? It's still the best driving of its kind in that genre. But they just made these decisions that's like, why? You did stuff that you didn't need to do that took away from the game. Mm-hmm. So well, anyway, I hope they stick with Anthem and yeah, I hope I we see so a 2.0. I think, I think because exactly yeah. the hype and why it could be huge is you're flying around in an Iron Man suit, right? I yeah. mean, that's and it, and was it so had cool. a lot of good style. Yeah, it did, it it did have good. style. Yeah. Uh,. Games. Oh, we are we already ran over games yeah. in our backlog. Yeah, great question. Thank you very much, Barbara Blake, for writing in. Guess what, everybody? 
That's us. That is the show. 2019 just happened. It's over. We actually do have a game to give away to our Patreon. Uh, we didn't do it last week. To our December Patreon uh, supporters, our, our patrons. <laughs> the winner. Do we want to? Oh, what, oh well, what, am I, what am I doing? Winner, I, winner for honestly, Patreon. when you started talking, I tuned out. Winner for Patreon. <laughs> uh, Patreon winner for our, day, our weekly or monthly sorry giveaway. If you want to enter, you can do so every single, every single month by supporting us over on Patreon. You can also join us here in Mixer Live. Everybody is entered automatically at the beginning of the show. The winner of the 2019. The last episode of 2019. <laughs> the month of December. Coming in at number 23. Coming in at 23. I just said it. 23, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Is the one and only. <laughs> okay, tell me. The anticipation is big, right? <laughs> Is He's Black Knight. It's Black Knight. Oh, Black Knight. Black Come on Knight. down. Woo. Come on down, Black Knight. Congratulations. Black I was Knight. trying to think of like, like he's the Stuff brother the of Dark Knight. Like, yes, yeah, like, you know. He loves destiny. Dude, he's the destiny. He is our destiny. Uh, one of our destiny Connoisseur. Leaders. He's one of our destiny clan leaders, and he's a good dude. <laughs> he's he in he chat is. right now. Yeah, oh. Yay. <laughs> Thank you very much for all your support. Uh, and Congratulations. Uh, shoot me a DM over on Discord, Black Knight, and we will get you uh, a game of your game of your choice. Yeah. Fitzy says, I swear this game is rigged. rigged. <laughs> Random number generator on Google. That's that's what we use. We yeah. hit the button. If you can rig that, then bloop. It pops up. The RNG is literally the RNG. The RNG is the RNG. The RNG gods sometimes smile upon us. And sometimes, and sometimes they rape you. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan uh, knows all too well. That's <laughs> yeah, actually how he became a bastard. But oh that's, my shut up! But that's a story. Oh for my another. gosh! But the RNG gods, the RNG gods, they. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. Oh man, yeah. Okay, well let's guys. Go, let's thank you very much. Shit. We will be back January tenth. You know that this day is, is only right? two weeks. That is the greatest day of the year. Actually, speaking of bastards. <laughs> That is actually the birth date that Jordan uh, was born, January 10th. So that Literally. is our next, oh, that our next right. episode. All right. Literally. It'll be your birthday, huh? Literally that day. At least that's the day we chose. Maybe I could get you that's another Star Wars helmet and we could duel. Yeah, oh! We, we could all just get helmets and wear them for a whole bunch <laughs> Guys, thank you very much. Over the Christmas break, I will be playing a lot of Destiny. So please oh, come yeah. join me. Are you ending? I Whoa. mean, well, it scared me. Uh, anyways, Merry Christmas, everybody. We love you. Happy New Year. We'll see you next year. Goodbye, everybody.